We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Alonic priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? Well, welcome back, everybody. Uh, how's it going? Um, I think I'm walking on a broken foot. Why? <laughs> I know. I've been walking around all day, and I'm like, my foot fucking hurts. I cannot. So I slipped it in one of, into one of my plastic Birkenstocks, and this mm-hmm. is my cast for the day. But I think I'm going to have to go to the to the room of emergencies tomorrow. I don't know. Is a broken foot an emergency? Or is yeah. that an Instacare thing? I don't I don't know. I Instacare I, know. I didn't have insurance when Instacare became a thing, so I've never been to Instacare. We grew up in a small town where every you just go to the emergency room. Or so now just I don't know don't which go one's the difference. At all. <laughs> I, I can't so walk around. That, it's so funny that you brought that up because I was thinking about that yesterday, I feel like, or earlier today maybe. I was like what is the difference between Instacare and an emergency room? <laughs> <laughs> we need to do an in-depth in- uh, investigation. We're so hillbillies, dude. Hillbillies right here. Shit. I uh, apparently Salt Lake City's out of cartridges. Weed cartridges. No way. Yeah. <laughs> the whole city? No, just my guy, and he's like, "I'll, I'll," he's like, "I'll ask around and get you some," and I'm like, "Don't worry about it, man." But oh I'll tell God. you what, I'm slowing down on all my shit, like whether I want to or not. <laughs> Can't you afford to go to the doctor, like, you know, like so my meds are slowing down too. But we're all going the- on a hard seventy-five. No, we're not. No, I'll be goddamn no. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else will be goddamn too because you don't want that. You don't want that for me. I'll be unemployable. Hello? I'm digging around in my purse trying to find my weed pen. <laughs> I, I mean like, my you know. I was I was like uh did we already get disconnected? I was so angry. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck this entire system. I know guys. I'm like it's over. Our, we are re-recording this music episode because this the system that we've been using has been failing us. What is up with that, by the way? Like, I feel like every thing we do, we either have to reschedule or it gets foiled in some fucking way. The world is working it. against, the universe is working against us. Stop it, universe. Somehow it knows they're about to be ready we're trying really hard to not have ADHD about this and like plan ahead and do all this stuff. And it just isn't it's so stupid. No. no. So stupid. Um, <laughs> Scott asking me all those questions about the mixer last night. I was like, dude, I don't fucking know. I'm texting you because I don't know. <laughs> Who's Scott? Scott Wardle from Folk Token. He's one of the homies. But I text like him and a few of my other musical friends. All in a, because I was like, we need a oh, mixer. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kept asking me all these questions, and I'm like, bitch, I don't know. You're I love aware. you. I'm like, I, I need you to help me. You're not. <laughs> yes. I don't even remember what he asked. I was just like, 
no, no, just whatever. <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> but the good news is he'll get us one. One of one of the, one of the boys in that group chat will get us one. So yeah, yeah. Thank you, musical friends. We love you. Bobby, what do you know about the swinger presence in Richfield? Um, I think with all like all small towns, it's there. And I know one of my homies, uh, he's a lot older than us, but uh, he knew, there's I knew I've known about the swinger scene in Richfield for quite some time. Yes. That's what I thought. <laughs> Why? I was at Bunko today. <laughs> and uh, and we you have the hot goss. No, we have a new lady. Is she, she from Richfield? Like, one of my own. Fl- I was like, no, what did she say? She's like, I moved to Magna and it's Podunk, and I was like, what? Oh yeah, it's some hillbilly shit. I lived I there know. for a year, or uh, like she, a, ho- a summer. Really. I don't know how long I lived there. I lived there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, it's the meth capital of the world, or something. And I was like, oh, I see. Oh, uh, Richfield all small is towns. Richfield. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, that, I thought that was Richfield. And she's like, you're from Richfield? And I'm like, yeah, I know something about small town. <laughs> and then she was like, my old high school fling contacted me out of nowhere. And he's from Richfield and he's on Marriage 4. Oh, he's God. into the swinger lifestyle. I was like, excuse me? She's like, no. they've had major swinger stuff down there. Yeah, they do. They do. I no idea. Yeah. Now I'm going to be looking at everybody being like, hmm. Which I think that's another thing that like irritates me with because they're all they're all mormons right well i mean right right like they're all sealed right i mean right if they get married in the temple they're at least sealed right that's what i'm saying so it's just such a fucking contradiction i mean (laughs) I, I I ain't here to shame, you know. Swing away, babies. Listen, but... I'm not ashamed of sex or anything, but I'm just like, the, the facade's there. Yeah, it's the fucking facade. And it's like, these are the people who are going to, like, slut shame their daughters. And yes. Say so they can't date till 16. Yeah, and do all, I mean, which is fine. Like, you know, it's definitely do as I say, not as I do. I mean, that's how yeah. I was raised. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but, like. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that at all. Do we know exactly who it is? Do you, do you have any names? Let's get some. Oh hot no, goss. I was like, I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, I'm not messing around down there. I <laughs> bought a car from down there, and I was like, blah. She said after the 222 left, then all the wives were like, well, what's up? <laughs> I mean, that's it's honestly, happens. I can't. I honestly can't stand women who are well, or yeah, women. It's it's mostly it's mostly army wives. Who are married to a guy in the military and they cheat on him when they're deployed. It's like, are you for real? Mm. It's like, stop it. Stop all that. But I'm sure the boys if are all for it. If you have an agreement, it. yes. Well, I mean, but do they, though? No. Not in well, Mormonville, right? Well, and that's, it's just common in, in the military. Like, yeah. uh, guys will commit suicide while they're deployed because their wife is cheating on them. She's, she's the town bike, you know? And uh, it's also like, you shouldn't be doing... Like, if even if you do do it, like don't let them know until they get home because it's a distraction, and they're like in combat. So I don't know. The whole thing's just it's whatever. I don't give a shit. Like I said, I don't give a shit. If people swing, do what you want. But there, it's it adds grossness to me because I've been lectured, I've been treated di- like you know whatever. Like I'm yeah. The culture that we were raised in mm-hmm. is not friendly to that, yeah. and so it's really hypocritical. 
I just think it's funny that they're having like bad sex with each other. <laughs> it's not. It can't be great. Sometimes I hear stories about sex in 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 Richfield, Sevier County, Garfield County, and it's like clearly their sex education was from porn, and yes. how could they have fun? Like, why are they having fun doing that? Like, what? <laughs> Porn isn't the real world. So many people we grew up with think it is. Yeah. It's wild. Especially and like, since we got the internet. I know, right? And like the swinger shit. Uh, like, it's just a way to spruce up their boring sex life. But is it? You know, like, is it actually sprucing it up? No. Because they're all bad at sex. <laughs> I'm yeah. speculating. I'm speculating. We're all speculating. <laughs> That's what the show is, the speculation. We don't know anything. We've never had sex from any with anybody from Richfield, have we? No. Mm-mm. No, so we have no fucking clue what they're saying. Have I? Have I had sex with someone from Richfield? Have I no. even kissed somebody from Richfield? No, no. I don't think I have. <laughs> That's wild. We have no fucking clue, do we? Who I mean, I, I think... Nobody from Richfield. No, I'm trying to like think of my list, and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah, I can't even think of my list. Who We're judging it? pretty hard for people that don't have any clue. <laughs> Listen, I hear things. I'm not, I'm the, again, I'm not judging the sex aspect of it. I'm d- judging the double standard. Like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> or your friend's husband. Like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> go fuck yourself. Um, but, like, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I've heard about it. I've known about <laughs> it for quite some time, job. yeah. <laughs> So I was like, she was like, you've never heard about the swinger, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know, I grew up very not that way. But I do have a friend who lived an alternative lifestyle. (laughs) (laughs) And she knows something about that for sure. And so she's like, oh, yeah. So I was like, I'm going to go ask her, actually. (laughs) So I was very proud that you knew. And I like knew that about you. It's like that I knew. like something that Bobby would know for sure. Well, it's because everyone tells me their business, you know? Yeah. They're the first people, you're the first person people run to. Yeah, and it's like, I don't even remember how this conversation happened, when, who I had it with, but I was like, uh, <laughs> okay, like, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, do what you gotta do, man. <laughs> anyway, his marriage didn't work. <laughs> the grand finale of that story. <laughs> No, but like, yeah, whatever. I'm do what you want to do, but uh, can you let me do what I want to do too? Yeah, what do we want to do? Not be Mormon. That's all I want. <laughs> can you just judge fucking, me? You just fuck off up your nose with the rubber hose. <laughs> that was a really old joke. Sorry, Mr. <laughs> Cotter. I love. Welcome back, Cotter. I love that show. Uh, I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, I'm done with these adult ass insults. You know what? Next time you want to say something to me. Up your button around the corner. Up your button around the corner reminds me of a certain bro shit boy. And oh. he, says, he says it all the time. And people have been saying that lately. Up your yeah. button around the corner. And I, I think about him every single time. And it drives me crazy that he's even on my mind. <laughs> I sat on his face and he sits in my brain. Holy <laughs> shit. Telling details. Solve the riddle, bro. Ship Salt Lake City music scene. Who's yeah, your butt around the corner? Who is it? Who is it? (laughs) Bobby's first class seat. (laughs) Um, Micaiah said something to me the other day, and I just did not even acknowledge that it was filthy. (laughs) (laughs) He was just like, 
He's like, just hold on to it. Sit on it. See how it feels. <laughs> <laughs> Sit on it for a little while and see how it feels. And I was just like, next. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about something important? Yeah. So after, so we talked for four hours about, not, we didn't really talk about f- for four hours. We watched a movie and stuff and like had ideas thrown around, but like, I feel that, like I, I jumped about that movie last night, by the way. Yeah. That's a really good movie. Good movie. The um, fall, everyone. The fall. Yeah. Kendra made, Kendra made me tacos and made me watch it. It was great. I was like, come over. First of all, I was like, come over. I want to talk to you about some stuff. Uh-huh. And then we're breaking up, guys. Sorry, this is, this is, I made her. We're letting the kids know we're getting a divorce. Some microwave carnitas, and she was like, oh. "No, they were good." And then she liked them, and I made her watch the fall. Um, but we had a hard conversation, and like, I thought something that was interesting was like one of the last things that we said was that we were scared to have this conversation because, mm-hmm. like. our history of hard conversations are a blow up. They're an explosion is surrounded by abuse. Yeah, exactly. Like you were like, I thought you were asking me here to yell at me. (laughs) And you're like, I didn't think you were going to take what I have to say. Well, and I'm like, I feel like we're on the same page though. Yes. (laughs) Our conversation went so well that I was like, is this, is this what what a healthy relationship looks like? This is a healthy relationship. (laughs) God damn it. We did it. We did it. We got, we did it. We've risen like a phoenix. <laughs> so I texted my friend Kelly because I was like, I'm making tacos for Bobby. I don't know if she's like going to like what I'm going to hear. I'm, she was just like, you can do this and like, let me know if it can mean anything. And I was like, okay. So I texted her back and I was like, the most, the, I was like, I was like, it went so well. But like, the thing that's going to linger with me is how surprised we were that it went so well. Mm-hmm. She was like, honestly, that's exactly how I anticipate every one of my hard conversations. I wonder how many of us are walking around with that trauma. A lot of us, I'm sure. Yeah. Like how many we of were- you guys can do hard conversations. Well, we were all raised by people who have lead poisoning. I don't, I mean, and asbestos. Yeah. <sighs> Straight up straight up. I don't know if you've noticed that theory is picking up. Uh, I don't know yeah. if Google just yeah. listens to everything I say, but I don't know if you've been noticing it lately. You've been talking are... about this since 2020. Yeah, but it's like, pick it up. People are talking about it more. Yeah, TikTok, I hear it all the time and I'm like, Zebra fruit stripe gum People have been sending me TikToks and they're like, what about this theory? And I was like, apparently you don't listen to my podcast because Bobby has been saying this. Bobby's upset about it. <laughs> it's actually, the, it's the only thing that makes sense. And then I've talked about it before, but like they did a study because Afghanistan uh, de-leaded everything like 20 years ago. Really? 20 years prior or 20 years ago? Like ago. Hmm. And so we saw, we saw, we were see, we saw a surge of violence there, right? I, I, that's, that's a, that's a, that's a mix up thought. I, I haven't read that article I read that years ago. So it's, it's a mix up <clears throat> thought. Yeah, we have to probably consider the source on that one, truly. No, I mean, but that's... Like the surrounding times and stuff. Yeah, I know, but, like, also consider, like... I feel like this country has hit critical violence. Like, we're... This is a very violent time for our country. Yeah. So. And who's running it? (laughs) Not us. Who run the world? 
not girls. Old white men. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. So I thought that was really cool. That yeah, we I thought it was a hard conversation and like really talk about some like important things to both of us and have it be like a thing that we agree on. Like and we yeah. both heard each other and validated each other and was like, man, let's do this. We're not breaking up, guys. That was a joke. We're just no, we're not. We're just figuring out our future. We're not just getting started. We're, we're just getting started. Um, <clears throat> and we have a fun one-year thing coming up for our one-year anniversary. We'll talk about it later in a yes, later date. Stay yes. tuned. I'm so proud of you not letting the cat out of the bag right oh, now. Whoa, it's hard, whoa, right? Whoa. Right? No, Bobby has grown. I've you guys. grown, y'all. In size and stature. Same. Oh, my God. You want to hear something hilarious? Yes. Do you watch The Gilded Age on HBO? Gilded Age. No. I hate this fucking show, but let me tell you, I check every day to see if there's a new episode on. And I found, <laughs> I found out that uh, it was the season, season finale this oh. last week. Oh. And I'm devastated. And I hate the show. Like, I, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, this show's so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's an hour long. Like... I get my bean and cheese burrito and sit crisscross applesauce on my floor, just like watching it with anticipation. And every time I click on it, I'm mad at myself because I do not like this show. I don't like it. But I wonder, when, I wonder when season two is coming out. Is what I'm Someone hit me up on that because I don't want that in my algorithm. I don't want I don't want that Google search in my algorithm. <laughs> but it's about like uh, the ruling class and like the industrial age. Oh, I nice. Guess the, yeah. In New York and like new money versus old money. So Gatsby area era. Gatsby era. Yeah. It's the people who made uh, Down Abbey, I guess. It's like the Down Abbey, but. In... Oh, cool. Not that I watched Down Abbey because I was like, no. <laughs> okay. Same. I have not watched a single episode. Right. And I don't, I don't suggest getting involved in this because it's my, it's my shame. It's my. <laughs> It's my secret shame. Not secret anymore. I just broadcasted it. Yeah. But I do. At least 100 people will listen to this. (laughs) Yeah. 100 people know now. Uh, But like, I'm like, what the hell? Like, why? Why? Do you you have any shows that are like that for you? Is it Survivor? Is it Survivor for you? Are you proud of your Survivor? Oh, fuck yeah. I'm proud of my Survivor. (laughs) I've seen every season since season two. And except for my mission season. You haven't seen that And I baptized spence into the fold now he can't wait to watch it every week i love that show i fucking Uh, love survivor i'm not alone i can't be alone because you know why this show's still running the first time i ever prime time and cbs so it has to be something the first time i ever saw an hd tv uh up close like a flat screen it was Uh in jake's apartment and he was watching (laughs) survivor what a rich dude man that guy's done so well for himself Um, he was single. A single soldier will buy anything. <laughs> a Mustang. An HGTV. Oh, an HGTV. An engagement ring for a girl he just met. Fuck. Who will, who will cheat on him when he goes over? That no, sounds no, no, no. tale as old as time, man. No, 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 no. Not my brother. I love his wife. That's, so I got to clarify. I'm talking. Oh, okay. I'm talking to soldiers in general. No. Oh, uh, okay. We love we love his woman. Um, I've been watching Succession. Oh, fuck. Tell me everything. I'm finally at the beginning of season three. I figured out what I did. It was on season three uh-huh. and it said secession. What? S- like that was the, 
That was the name of the this episode? episode one. Okay. Okay. So I was like, oh, this is the show. And that's uh, why I started. Didn't make any fucking sense, but I was like addicted. Obviously. It's so funny. Who's your favorite character? So, so far. Oh my God. It changes like with every episode, right? I'm, every I'm, single episode. I'm all about, uh, I'm team Kendall all the way, but I also love, I love all of them. I love all the kids. They're just so broken. It's so sad. So I think each, each character is so well written and well played. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I fucking hate everybody, but then well, you're that's supposed why I love to. Them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to. I think I'm really digging the, uh, Roman and Jerry, 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 what's Jerry, your name? Jerry, yeah. Hooking, hooking up. I think I am. I think I am. I think it's pretty hot. And I love, I fucking love, they're all idiots. What's his fucking name? Um, oh shit. Connor? No. Oh, the brother? Yeah, the one that's uh, Cameron off Ferris Bueller's. Yes, now. that's what it, I know he people is, Ferris Bueller's. He is so fucking funny. He is so, he plays the part so goddamn well. He's genius. He's so funny. We like, keep dying laughing about how he was like, hey, dad, you're my hero. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be the fucking president. His yeah. dad's like, cut the shit or I won't give you any money. And he's like, dad, I have aspirations. <laughs> you're the fucking joke of the world or something. I like how, <sighs> I like how Rome's like, so you're going to go from not having a job to the most important job in the world. <laughs> oh, my like, God. They're so he's mean so to each other, clueless. too. It's, they're so right, though. I know. They're all, like, the only people who call each other on their bullshit. But it's also crazy. Like, it's just, it's it's a heart. Like, this, I can't wait for the season finale so we can talk about it. Um, yeah, okay. Th- because it's seriously, you're crushed for them. Uh, but I can't wait. It's going to be so good. <laughs> but, like, it's also, like, you're not surprised by the outcome because you're, like, this is the only thing that could possibly happen. But... Just, I just love how flawlessly they go in and out of business and family. Yeah. Like, it's just it's just all intermingled, and it's so unhealthy. And they show it so well. Yeah. I love yeah. It. I love it. Yeah. I and love every single character so good. You know who I don't love is Tom. <laughs> no, uh, Tanner. That's Tanner's favorite is Tom. Tanner's favorite is yeah. Tom? That's because Tanner is Tom. I know, right? Fuck. <laughs> that makes so much sense. No, but he's Mr. Darcy. Like I had the biggest crush on him with Pride Who's and Prejudice. Who's Mr. Darcy? Pride and Prejudice with Kara Knightley. He's Mr. Darcy. <sighs> Didn't watch that either. No, that's a, that's a really good show I movie. I can't. The, and the score is amazing. The score I know. Is the, I've listened to the score. I used to listen to that nonstop, but I can't. I don't know. I it's can't something Kara about Knightley the people either. that love Pride and Prejudice that I don't like. I'm with you on that because I was hesitant, but my grandma. I watched it with my grandma and my sister, and my grandma just loved the music. So, you know, uh, as always, it's a music thing. Yeah. (laughs) I'll probably end up being forced to watch it someday, and I'll probably end up liking it, but can't do it. Um, I don't know. I I used to watch it quite regularly, and now I can't bring myself to do it. But he's really good as Mr. Darcy. Okay. And then he is such a psycho as Tom, and I'm obsessed with it. Yeah, he's such a psycho. Yeah. Everything that he says, and he, we just, like, watched him go through that trial, and I was just like, what a <laughs> fucking train wreck. And then, like, he's like, no, I was the cat, the dead cat on the table. Like, everybody's like, look, there's a dead cat. Like, what the hell? 
Well, Greg, too. Greg is so funny. Greg is the best. Here's Greg the, is the best. He's for sure the comedic relief. Yes. But here's what I think is going to happen. Are you ready? Did I tell you? Did I, here's what I think is going to happen. I think Greg's going to be... The end, The way the show's going to end is he's going to have it all. It, gonna, it has to. Yeah. Because there was a part where they were selling... They're going to sell the company or or whatever. And one of the stipulations was that uh, no... Nobody with the last their last name could be the president or the CEO hmm. or whatever. Hmm. And Greg doesn't have the same last name as them. No, and, he's the cousin. Yeah. And I was thinking that's well, going to be like, a loophole. And he's going to end up getting it. And they all shit on him. And he's going to be yeah. like, fuck you guys. Fuck yeah. off. And it's going to be awesome. That's a good. I saw some good foreshadowing on that when he had to give up $250 million. No, $5 million. I don't know. From his um, inheritance. Of his inheritance by writing it off. And, uh-huh. and. He was like, you want to go with Grumpy Gramps or Fun Uncle Roy? Fun Uncle Logan. Uh-huh. Uh, and he made a decision to go with the uncle. I'm like, that's a big fucking risk. And they went right to trial. Yeah. I think he was hilarious in that trial, too. <laughs> He's like, I shall not. I shall refrain from speaking in such a fashion or something. I like how it's... uh kind of like the Trumps too it's clearly yes. the Trumps you know yeah what a good show thanks for rec- wrecking it recommending it wreck yeah. wreck it Ralph it uh yeah I started um, I started watching uh the other Adam McKay show about the, the Lakers and Magic Johnson yeah it's pretty funny so far and it's it's showing like racism in the in the nba which i think is cool oh nice like they say like larry bird who's a white guy the way they described him was an all-american small town boy with dreams and aspirations and then and then it says white <laughs> like it says the words white and then the way they described magic johnson was like good breeding oh and it's like what a commentary yeah holy shit yeah you need to text me that so I can it's watch all, it. It's all the fuck over HBO. It has uh, John C. Riley in it. Is Except he the funny haired guy with the the nose and the small eyes? Step brothers. <laughs> Step brothers. Yeah, yes. I mean, I, I think so. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like yeah, that sounds like the hair a good description. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, he's in uh, Chicago too. I saw Pamela Anderson's uh, on Broadway doing Chicago. That's crazy. Well, cool for her. I know she does. I mean, I don't know if you watch Pam and Tommy. Obviously, all I do is watch TV. Yeah. Uh, but why the fuck not? It's fine. Well, they're just putting out great series, like mini series and shit like that. Um, but the Pam and Tommy, like that, that's such a sad story. Mm, like, I gotta watch it too. They did her dirty. Like most women in Hollywood, they did her dirty. Oh, and how about this fucking hearing? This uh, judge. Uh, they're the secretary, or not the secretary, the. Um, oh, the, ju- the new Senate. Yeah. The new judges. Yeah, the yes. New judge. Supreme, Supreme Court. Court. There it is. Um, yes. Uh, the questions that they're asking her. Good for her for being able to just stare and blink at them. <laughs> Well, until like, they're uncomfortable and be like, what the fuck? If you think about, if you contrast that her, first of all, the question she's getting asked, which is about her religion and stuff. Yes. Uh, and sorry, I, I don't remember her name. I'm, I'm bad. Um, but uh, 
Brent Kavanaugh, the way that he was. Yes. I like beer. I drink beer. And then all he has all these this fucking calendar of like women like it's just like are you is this real life like why is this person imagine if you acted like that as a woman in any job interview like how brett or brent or whatever the hell however he acts how imagine how quickly they would boot you out like so many people are like women are not the emotional ones at all (laughs) men are running around throwing their tantrums and they get they fall upwards they fell upwards judge Jackson is what her name is. What's her like? What's her second name? What's her surname? Ketanji Brown Jackson. Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, I hope she gets it. She's gonna get it, right? Oh fuck yeah. Good. That would be amazing. She has a. I mean, we're not doing this. Well, I mean, you know why we're not doing this? I just don't know enough about the situation, but I'm in favor. Well, if you get the chance, you should look up her credentials versus everyone else's. Oh, no, I saw that. I saw, uh, that's what I was going to bring up, is I saw a spreadsheet, no, graph. Yeah. Where, like, it hits every. It was blocked out. Yeah. Yeah. And she has, she said hit them all, and everyone else just has half. Yes. If that. If that, yeah. And it's like, we should step up our game as a culture, as a society, because we're getting laughed at by the whole entire country, the whole entire world. I'm about ready to move, (laughs) goddammit. Ukraine, here I come. I'm going to Germany. I don't know about y'all. Why Germany? Um, it's beautiful there. It's well supportive for moms, mothers. I saw I saw a childcare bill that was like seven hundred and twenty six dollars for a baby, for a kid, for the year. Childcare. Shit, that's not even a deductible here. I know. And then you can go there and not make any United States money and write off your student loans after 25 years. And I'm like, bet I can, I could totally do that. Don't the student loans go away just after like seven years though? No. They're forever? Yeah. Fuck. Biden. Yeah, Biden, step the fuck up. Cancel debt. Stop taking credit for the economy coming back after a worldwide pandemic, a global pande- pandemic. Yeah, I'm with that and too. And do some shit that you said you're going to do. Like when people talk about like unemployment under Trump, I'm like, "Okay, I think the guy's a total douchebag, but like we were in a pandemic <coughs> where we were all forced to be unemployed." Yeah. Like let's focus on things that like matter. People can't argue about. Like, yeah. People, people have control over. <laughs> yeah, like look yeah. uh, the economy is doing so good look at the job market like shut up bro that's not because of you well and let's not say or pretend like the job market's going well for anyone you know everyone's struggling right now and i went i was going shopping everything is so expensive right now because it's just getting re- me ready for hawaii <laughs> the world you know what's preparing you for hawaii the world Hawaii's getting more expensive man i know <laughs> god I don't know. Whatever. It's uh, either a revolution's gonna happen or I'm gonna off myself. Those are the can't two do that. You can't do that. Between all like the restrictions on women's health and yeah. just how expensive it is to live with zero benefits. Yeah. Like, there are no benefits really. You know. Of being alive. Well, of like, I, if I can't afford to live, I'm not gonna live. Yeah. And right now it's a struggle. It's a struggle to afford to live right now, especially like in a single for a single person in my industry. 
So, whatever. We'll see what Come happens. On. Are you going to leave me? On the world? I'm moving to Hawaii. Hopefully that'll change things. I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm over Salt Lake, though, you know. Governor Cox did something good. We're going to have yes. to... Let's discuss it since I call him a fucking twat like once a month. I texted that to you and I was like, listen, I'm surprised today. Yeah. Go over it. What did he do? He prioritized trans lives yesterday. By what? He rejected the bill that would prohibit trans children from participating in sports. sports. Again, everyone needs to calm the fuck down with sports. They're just sports. Like, seriously? Mm-hmm. Enough. And who cares if a trans kid's playing with you? Like, who cares? Who cares? Who fucking cares? God. I would love I, for things to just go co-ed. All ed, I guess. Since all genders. But. I mean, isn't that kind of, Wouldn't that... Because I feel like, you know, there's small people on, like, kickers or don't get tackled. Girls could be kickers. Like, on football teams. And oh, somebody from my Bunko group. Her daughter's uh, senior in high school, and she plays on uh, the National girls football league that's awesome she was one of the first 50 kids to, to join she joined in fifth grade and they have like 750 kids nationwide uh-huh. and she's contacted by a lot of people because she's really good and like when she plays on the men's or the boys football teams mm-hmm. she has to work like twice as hard at least twice as hard to just be recognized as a good player right. and towards the end of the season they're putting her in but it took her like all of that time just to prove that she was better than the, right. the boys out there. Yeah. I mean, if anything, if anything, it would bring out the good, like we should just be focusing on who's a good athlete, right? doesn't yeah. matter what their gender is. Yes. And the girls can step up. I mean, there's certain things like girls are better at than guys, you know, like it's physically, there's gotta be right. Well, we've come so far in sports anyway. Cause I was talking to another Bunko lady and she was like, when I was in school, we only had like, like tennis or something. Like mm-hmm. it, the sports program was non-existent for women. Really, they could cheerlead. Yeah, cheerleading, girl team, <laughs> which was a sport for real. I think it's yeah, it's okay. I mean, and honestly, like, I'll say this till I'm blue in the face: Richville's drill and uh, cheer teams were fucking awesome. Yeah, they, they were. Th- they probably still are. You know. I will say that till I'm blue in the face. Blue and red and white. R-H-S. Red, red and blue. All my modern hairs are proof to you. you. We are proud of our school, of our name. And we'll um, cheer you as you rise to fame. Rah, rah. rah. <laughs> okay, that's enough. That's enough of that. Is that uh, enough? R-I-C-H-F-I-E-L-D. R. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Are we done? Are we done? I hope so. Uh. <laughs> Do you know what's dumb is I really, I still know the South Severe one too. I love the South Severe fight school song so much. Sing me like two lines and I'll stealth all heard it. <sighs> if you will listen, we, we will, will tell, tell you of the school, school we come, we come to love. The school that's way above, above the rivals of her lofty throne. That's ours actually. <laughs> that's RHS, right? <laughs> Dang it. All hail a grand old sow severe. We'll cheer unto her fame. 
We'll march toward the greatest goal to glorify her name. Uh-uh, never heard it, but it seems we super culty. We cannot <laughs> be untrue to her, so let us all ordain the white unto her honor and the red unto her fame. It's because uh, when we were in school, there was like this school punk band, uh-huh. uh, and they covered this. It's called In Descent, because it was like indecent, but in descent. They were a little punk band of... Probably Pimo Mormon boys, physically in, mentally out Mormon boys, and they. Oh, we're talking about Jake Chesley's band. I think so. Matt was... and Matt and Bob. I'm sure. Yeah. I, so... I, I love Jake, but the rest of them can blow me. And and Skyler well, Hokama. Skyler Hokama. Sky- right? Hokama. Yeah. 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 yeah we used to. I, he, they they were the group of boys that my group of girlfriends would hang out with. Hot. I guess. So you, anyway, <laughs> I got that. I just. Loved that school song. I thought it was really cool. In Descent. I love that you remember their name because I didn't. <laughs> well, um, you Matt, know me. <laughs> Matt would always wear an alkaline trio shirt, and I was like, there can only be one. <laughs> you were like, there's this tension between you? No, he was dating Jamie. Oh, and he had, to break, he had to break up with her like three times. It's such a funny story. <laughs> when she told me that, she and I seriously laughed so hard. That's why Jamie's such a badass. She could just like... <laughs> She she could she like she could understand when she's being like she's like Bobby he had to break up with me three times and then we like looked at each other we're both like ah! <laughs> she's like I didn't get it I didn't understand what was happening <laughs> so I'll see you tomorrow no that's not how this works what do you mean are you going away <laughs> you going on a trip or something this is I over like this conversation. <laughs> That was weird, but I was also like, why are you hanging out with South Severe Boys? They're not even good musicians. <laughs> Bobby, you're such a, you are so special to me. I'm such a gatekeeper. It's I true. love it so much. I've gotten better, okay? Can we have one final argument a little bit? Yeah, I don't care. Doors and windows? Okay, doors and listen. wheels? There's more Doors. Listen, because I, okay, so I put this, everybody's been having this conversation, but I put this on my face or like Instagram polls. And then the next one, I was like, it's windows, but, and then you voted to fight me on it. So I was like, bet I will fight you today. Wait, are we doing, wait, was it windows and doors? It was wheels and doors, doors and wheels. And I said wheels or doors. What did you say? I think I said doors. Yeah. It's wheels. How, How do you fucking figure, dude? Now, how do you fucking figure? Because here's the thing. If something has wheels on it, it probably has a door on it. And they take into account all the houses in the world that have doors. And all the okay. businesses. And none of them have wheels, bro. Okay. Oh, we're talking about not just, like, car wheels. We're talking about, like, things that, like, turn. Okay. Wheels. Okay. So the other thing is, is, like... Like, like gears. We're guess talking what? Gears. Millions of people in China and India... And Amsterdam have bikes. Yeah. Lisa told me Amsterdam too. So she's like, oh, well. uh, <laughs> and there's trikes on kids' bikes and like yeah. training wheels. So that's a couple more. And all those people probably live in a house and have a bedroom with a door. Sports cars have less doors than wheels. But again, I'm going back to the house argument. And Lego makes 381 million wheels 
per year. They're the highest manufacturer of wheels. There's wheels on Hot Wheels. There's wheels on doors. They're called pocket doors. Wheels on the doors. There's 15 doors in my house. There's 23 doors in my house, and yet I have way more wheels in my house. All right. I have I a whole train set. I think it's a fucking loaded question, because when you think <laughs> wheels and doors, you think of, like, a car. Not, like... Yeah, but not everybody has cars. Yeah, exactly. But everyone lives somewhere. I mean, not everyone. Just homeless. In, but I, in but India, I they like... have those little taxis that are bike-driven. Way more wheels. Carts. But they have a door on them to get in and out. One one door. And one wheel. No, not one Two wheel. wheels. Six wheels. Whatever. I don't know. I don't have Tanks. to answer this question. Tanks, one door, so many fucking wheels. That's technically a hatch, so. Okay, so then, I mean, so that's way more wheels than doors. <laughs> Did you hear about that Russian soldier who uh, turned in his tank for 10 grand? No. Yeah, the, the freaking Ukraine's offering everyone who defects 10 grand. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, ugly arcs or whatever you're called. Oligarchs. Oligarchs. <laughs> ugly arcs. Stupid bitches with dragon hoarding money. <clears throat> Little smaugs. Smokes. <laughs> Shit, I swear to God. Um, so thank I, you for participating in a fight with me. Oh, it's fine. I mean, I guess you're technically right, but who knows? There's no way to know. <laughs> there isn't. You have to round up all the wheels and all the doors. It, it would have to be a worldwide census. Who has time for that? None of us. I'll start a website. <laughs> I will watch both fire fire festival documentaries back to back, but I do not have time for this. <laughs> right now on my little thing, I have 12 votes for wheels and nine votes for doors. <sighs> I don't know. I just and don't know. Four people want to fight me about it. Good. I'm one of them. And one of them is Aubrey. Oh, yeah. So we're agreeing. You, you and Aubrey agree that you it's doors and you want to fight me. Well, that's what's frustrating about my fucking siblings is that we agree on almost everything, but we can't seem to get along. Yeah, you guys all need therapy. Uh, I think it's just time to let bygones be bygones and move on. Yeah, well, that's also fair because people have a right to do that. Let's do this episode. Um, let's do it. We're going to do memorable songs. Yes, it's a music episode. Songs with knew. memories. I don't know if you guys knew this, but I do like music. It's something that I enjoy. Yeah, you know what I was saying to me, to Spence yesterday? I was like, I think Bobby was surprised that this movie that I showed her was so good since my music taste is, like, very mainstream and low. No, I wasn't surprised by that. Um, I just was surprised I'd never even heard of the movie. You know what I mean? Spike Jones and who's the other, and uh, freaking David Fincher. Like, those are yeah. huge. Or David Lynch. Which one was it? Fincher. Okay. Uh, those are two heavy hitters in my book. So the fact that I haven't even heard of this movie, that movie was insane to me. I was honored. Yes, I was honored as well. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Let's start with that. One of my favorite songs. This is how we know about this movie, by the way. One of my favorite songs with memories is uh, Beethoven's Seventh Symphony. And it is featured in the movie The Fall 2006 by David Fincher. And what's his Spike name? Jones. Spike, Spike Jones. Spike Jones. Yeah. 
such a good movie but it is, it is a really good movie and like i uh beethoven's such a gangster too yes god damn it beethoven's deaf guy with fucking good music and just he's a mood he's so moody mm-hmm. just running around town pissed losing his hearing it's a sad story too i mean yeah. the story's sad but we got some killer bops from it you know yeah i've always said that he was like like mozart was a. Uh, is like the hair metal and he's like the heavy metal of you know like the classical era yeah <laughs> but i do love classical music so like so i and that movie was great so just so everybody knows this is the this is the song that we're talking about it's not the it's this one yeah it's not beethoven's fifth So that's the song we're talking about. Number seven in A major. So look it up. It's a moody as fuck song. If you're ever pissed or ever just need to just go within yourself and find the most power you've ever needed to find, mm-hmm. like the king in the king's speech. So is it, good. Is it, is it in that? Yeah, it is. Okay. So that's the next movie we're going to watch together. Uh, Sorry, you're going to have to come over. We're going to have to watch The Cell. We're going to have to watch <laughs> King's Speech. Uh, <laughs> I just, I'm not a huge Colin Firth fan. Is that weird? Uh, no, it's not weird. It's I not. I but mean, maybe I'll come around to it because I have been, like, watching more things about the Royals lately. Yeah, you'd love it then. Yeah. Um, my first one is Tell Tuesday by Voices Carry. It's a, such an 80s song. Um, I remember uh, the first time I heard it, it was, uh, it was fall, and I was hanging out with Tommy Stevenson. I think it was about second grade. And um, we were down downtown and we were by the Albertsons and I wasn't allowed to go to that Albertsons because I think my mom bounced a check. And also uh, my dad's, my mom calls her the concubine. My mom, my dad's future ex-wife <laughs> would shop there. So <laughs> we never, we weren't, we never went there. <laughs> oh my God. That is such a petty thing. <laughs> I know, but like, isn't that just the generation though? Yeah, my it's mom just, would be just... like petty like that. Yeah, I can't so it go was, there. It was raining, and we were just like, it was like a light rain, and we were just walking around downtown because I was hanging out with Tommy. That's what we did, <laughs> and uh, we ran into Jeremy Sedell, and because <laughs> <laughs> they live pretty close, and he's like, let's go, let's go to Albertsons, and I was like, okay, whatever, because his stepmom worked there. And we walked in and the song was playing and Albertsons has that smell. And uh-huh. the Albertsons in our town had the, like all windows up front. Like it was, it was like, it seemed like kind of old school. Remember when uh, Bill Cosby was on that building? Uh, no. With Jello or with pudding <gasps> or something. Wait, on first South, right? No, 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 no. no third Main South. Street. Main on Street Main and third Street. South by the Albertsons. Yeah. yeah it was not it the was, Lins. Not the Lens, the Albertsons. Oh. Do you remember that? I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. And then I think it was like a food club or something. And then they it went to Albertsons and they took it down. But I remember Bill Cosby being like the sign for that grocery store. I didn't store. recognize that. I thought it was like, I thought it, it was definitely an old painted advertisement. And they tore down that building. No, they didn't. It's still there. It's Ogden's carpet out. It's Ogden's super. No, super I'm talking carpet. about the building with the painting on it and stuff. Main Street painting. No, 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 we're talking, we're talking about two, two different things. Um, oh, well, damn. We're not, so, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I love that building, too. But, um, 
so anyways we walk in the song's playing and his mom worked the bakery or his stepmom worked the bakery and she gave us uh, like a fresh out of the oven chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. and i don't know i just like it was a sensory overload like I, the song was bit banging the food was good and it was like my perfect favorite kind of weather and yeah. i wasn't having anxiety that day so it's just <sighs> i just remember this song and it is the the one the one and only time i sang karaoke i sang this song <gasps> but i was you like, sang karaoke what here's the story okay okay so um it's when i was running the restaurant and all my whole crew went out and we were bar hopping hard (laughs) and we we went i think we went to a show at urban and then we walked down to uh johnny's on second which is where which is where you came when uh, anthony was doing karaoke yeah and um then we went over to Beer Bar. Was it Beer Bar? Or maybe it was ta- maybe it was Tabernacle, the old location. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what it was. Tabernacle old location. So um <laughs> I get up to sing voices Carrie and we'd been going we'd been raging the whole night. Okay. <laughs> and I was out outside uh I think I was smoking a blunt with some guys. So I was like faded. And I get up to sing this song. <laughs> couldn't hear myself and i'm like i'm gonna pass out right now <laughs> i was like i'm about to pass out because i was like that drunk oh my god and so like i like ran off the stage in the middle of the song and went and just to get some fresh air and like the mc came out he's like are you okay and i was just like he's like come on come finish the song and i'm like dude i don't think i can like i'm can barely stand and he's like oh okay okay it's fine it's fine but i was also like karaoke ain't for me like no thank you no 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 no. but that was a fun night that that the bar was popping and uh everyone we were all together everyone was out it was like a huge we were with a huge group we were the blonde squad wow um and we took uh one of the new guys out and he ran home like we part like we we out drink out drink him so hard that he ran home the next day we're all at work and i'm like nick where the fuck were you he's like i ran home he's like i knew i couldn't he's like I, he's like i knew i couldn't uh keep up with you guys anymore so i just ran he's like i ran home <laughs> and i'm like you pussy <laughs> he's like i didn't think you 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 talk girls had it in yet he's like but i'll tell you what <laughs> oh my god that's funny so no, we were actually at Metro, and then we went to Tabernacle. Not that it matters. Anyways, point is, till Tuesday, my voice is Carrie. <laughs> it's a great fucking song. All How the- does it go? Um, in the dark, I like to read his mind, but I'm frightened of the things I might find. Oh, shush, keep it down, down. Voices Carrie. Oh my god, what a perfect nostalgic song. I know it's such it, that song's such a jam. It's like. You just saved, like, it's like the end of an 80s movie. They just saved the world. Yes. And I, you, you know, you guys all know I'm down for music like that, so. Oh, my. See, and I'm, I wish you would sing it earlier so I could imagine all of these scenarios. <laughs> but I want to hear you sing that. Uh, you would be so good at that. No, dude. I, I, I'm not a performer. Uh, oh, I'm, you're not? You're not I, a performer? I realize how stupid it is when I'm saying it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> When it comes to musical shit, I'm not. I I'm not a performer. I'm too in my own head about it because I feel like I have to. Uh, I can't live up to what my family is. So. Oh. Speaking I love of you which, though. My little cousin just released an album. 
Oh, I saw that. How cool. Yeah, he's a, he's an RM. They're Provo boys, so it's super, like, upbeat, Christian, Christian-y vibe it's definitely Mormon music, but I'm proud of him regardless. So good job, Josh. I don't Look. know. I don't know what the fuck his band's name is called. I don't have my phone on me. So. <laughs> Josh Alvey, good. Google him. Good job, Josh. Good job, Joshua. <laughs> okay. Sh- Shannon texted me this morning. She's like, "Did you know about this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I've, I've known about him." I'm like, "Jonelle told me forever ago," and I'm like, "Maybe we should go be his obnoxious, older, slightly intoxicated cousins." She's like, "Yes, we must." <laughs> I love her. Uh, the next one? The, well, see, and I don't know what order I should go these in, but. It doesn't matter. I'll just start with this one then. Um, the Proclaimers, 500 miles. And I will rock 500 miles. Why? <laughs> <laughs> so. But um, no! what a great song benny and june that's what it reminds me of it really makes you want to like march around for sure like walk 500 miles when i wake up then i know i'm gonna be so next to you every time and so like this is a very nostalgic song like obviously it's not showing up yeah well it's never gonna show up unless it's like relevant to what we're talking about but um every time i hear this song i think of one of my first friends when i moved to sevier county from i moved from cedar city to sevier county so it was like california cedar city sevier and she um she's somebody that i think of a lot but is like never in my life like she's just like was a time and place type of friend but every time this song comes on i just like can see her at our sleepover and her saying like that's my favorite song i love mm-hmm. that song and so it's like and it's a, it is a very good song but every time it comes on i'm just like mm, i'm thinking good thoughts about you ashley Sorensen. so yeah i don't really bad to say about that uh song it's a. Uh... It reminds me, like I said, Benny and June, and I like that you can hear their Irish accents. Yeah, I love while that they're too. Singing, I love that. But yeah, that was fucking everywhere in the nineties. Like yeah, like ninety five to like ninety seven, it was everywhere. Yeah. So, I think it's a good one. You know, it, I mean, especially for if there's memory attached to it, because that's what this is about. Is like how music can just instantly trigger take you somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, my next one is Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. <laughs> I love like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I said this last time. I was like, I love that song. You're like, this is a bad memory. <laughs> yeah, no, this is not a good memory. So the thing, so every, every one of my siblings is a black sheep in one aspect or another. Like three of us will really be into someone and want something and one of us won't. Where I become the black sheep, I'm not married. <laughs> I don't have a dog. And until recently, I did not like Soundgarden. And uh, my family's, my bro- siblings are obsessed with Soundgarden. My mm-hmm. sister and my brothers alike, like they all love Soundgarden. So um, I remember the first time I heard it, I was watching the music video um, with my siblings. Um, it was just a bit too much for me. The music video is great, but it's definitely too much for a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, the point is, I remember trying to understand what the hell the song was about <laughs> because it didn't seem like they 
were describing a good time and in the music video certainly nobody was having a good time mm, <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. like the most like distorted insane you feel like you're on drugs sort of thing and um so that led to the discovery of what a black hole was and since the encyclopedia britannica uh, even knew the location <laughs> of a black hole mixed with religious teachings of end times. I figured <laughs> we were doomed. Just like I was like, "Fuck, oh. we're doomed." And you were like five, right? Four or five? Six. I'm like six, and I'm like, <sighs> do- I'm like doom spiral, like because of black hole fucking sun. And uh, Jake really liked it, and I always got the sense that he knew something about the end of the world that I did. Because he does. Yeah. So I was just like, "Fuck." So, uh, Black Hole Sun, I mean, I love that song now. I'll listen to it. But every time, like, that opening guitar, mm-hmm. you're like, uh, I am transported back to being terrified. Six-year-old. And you know what? It could have been re- it could have been released the summer that it was just burning and the sun was red. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. When the, when the cats had all the... Um, what is it? What is what? Is, what do the cats get? Um, they were temper. in the cradle with the silver spoon. Little boy blue and the man in the moon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the the I told I told you the story about the summer all the cats got distemper, right? Are you gonna tell me a sad thing about animals dying again? Sort. It's it's more like just <sighs> fucked up. I think this was the summer because it all just like this has made me think of it. So it was a really bad fire forest fire season that year so Mm -hmm. the sun the sun and the sky were always bright red and my next door neighbor mrs jensen she had she was a cat lady she had so many cats and so our yard our neighborhood was always just filled with cats Mm -hmm. and ironically enough after she died and all the cats got freaking rounded up we got mice like a motherfucker because we live across the street from a field yes (laughs) but uh distemper i don't even know like it's such a fucking weird disease that the cats get mm-hmm. and it pretty much mummifies them right so we had all these strays running around with distemper and we were trying to keep them away from our cats which were indoor outdoor cats spike alvey he was an indoor outdoor and um i remember just pulling up one day and it was like dusk but it was it was just red and shadows and we could see this cat like hunched up and when they die of distemper their face gets torn like twisted and torn it's crazy like they're obviously in pain but it gets fro it gets frozen like that okay so you find like this horror show of a mummified cat with this fucked face (laughs) and it's usually like in a weird position so this one was like hunched up and it looked like it was gonna attack something and my mom was like get out of here cat get out of here and she walks up to it and kicks it and it just hair explodes she the cat like exploded and it was dry and I remember us all just being like, what the fuck? And it's red. <laughs> and I'm like, black hole, son. Oh. Won't you come? <laughs> that is the saddest thing. Dude, that is summer. so sad. The fucking summer of distemper was nuts. And you can hear him going at, at night because they're just dying this painful death. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's insanity. <laughs> Country life, man. That's so sad. Oh my god. Yeah, but that's Black Hole Sun Summer right there. Shit. Well, what what, what year was that? Ninety ninety four. Yeah, probably. I missed that year. I moved in in ninety six. Okay. Well, aren't you lucky? I am so lucky. <laughs> so fucking lucky. It is nuts how the sky turns bright red and the the sun turns red because you do feel like you're in like 
the Ten Commandments. Yeah. <laughs> the set. You're like, fuck. <laughs> We're all gonna die! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Soundgarden, Black Hole Sun, bad memories. <laughs> <laughs> that whole fucking album's great, though. I remember when I first started liking them, um, Zach and I were going on our weekly lunch date and um he's like super unknown came on and i was like uh and i want to change it he's like nope nope he's like shut up and listen (laughs) (laughs) and he like spoke the words of the song to me and it's just a fucking great song and um the the like the whole the whole composition of the song is fucking awesome so i was like all right, here I am. I'll I'll get into Soundgarden, but I was hesitant. <laughs> Black Hole Sun got me. <laughs> wow, what a what a tale. <laughs> What's your next one? Thanks for adding little details that I'm just horrified by. You're welcome. That's, what I, that's how I story tell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you thought you heard the basics. Now here, listen up. Uh, I think I want to talk about something kind of silly. So, um, the soundtrack to Les Mis. Uh-huh. So there's a song called On My Own. And basically the premise of the story is that this girl has been friend zoned by the hot main dude that falls in love with Jean Valjean's adopted beautiful daughter Cosette. So this girl is like singing my song basically because I was always <laughs> in fucking love with with the boys that were not in love with me and I was just like if I could just I don't know you know never been kissed if I could just have one kiss type of thing Uh so this is the (laughs) this is the mood of that on my own song and basically she's like she's like in the movie she's walking in the rain and she's walking down an alleyway is this Anne Hathaway no this is not Anne Hathaway her name's Eponine and she's fucking great she's so cute too Eponine. Let me make. Sh- let me ask to say what she who she's played by. <laughs> Samantha Banks. I don't know if I know who that is. Anyways, continue on. Uh, I was gonna just see if she was in anything you might know. Probably not. So, um, so she's walking down the thing, the alleyway, cobblestones, rain, singing on my own, pretending he's beside me. Uh. And basically just fawning over this guy that never will right. be hers. So the reason why I love this song is not because of my self-esteem. It's because <laughs> <laughs> when we were in choir, I think I told this story. I must have told this story. But when we, we were in choir in college, so this was like Latter-day Celebration, you can only be in for three years. And every year at the end of the year people who are leaving the choir for good kind of do like this, like we have like a a Sundance film festival where we've all recorded a bunch of shit throughout the spring on our phones. And then we piece it together on iMovie and we like have a film festival with popcorn and just, I'm really excited that you're uh, putting together your college choir. Like you're likening it to Sundance. (laughs) Yeah. And they're just low, low budge indie films, <laughs> but terrible. Just like skits. We are all just being goofy. And it's just like one last hurrah that we get together before we like say goodbye for summer. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the third years got together and we're like, we're going to do 
we're gonna do Les Mis parody uh like and like all of like the tenors the altos the sopranos we're all gonna like compile basically these like little parodies to Les Mis and we're gonna put them all together and so there was just like people that saying that they were gonna be forever alone or like they were they were liking themselves to the different characters Uh so the altos got together and we decided we were going to do on my own and so we got dressed up in our choir dresses and we decided we were gonna um like film this in front of shelby simmons house and like us four altos got together and we did we like did like this parody lyrics and while we're filming we decide we're going to spray each other down with a garden hose and i thought to, to, to like simulate rain right yes yes so i thought we were gonna have like an attachment where you could like spray it up into the air and it would come down like rain <laughs> but no we didn't have an attachment so we're just like putting Use your fucking thumb man. <laughs> we're just putting the thumb over it okay. and trying to shake it so that it <laughs> and it was fucking cold and you know how it gets those those thin Mm -hmm. polyester dresses these titties that don't like cold and we're getting sprayed down with rain we're trying to sing and it's like you can't sing when you're getting sprayed down you're like water (laughs) so anyway Every time I hear that song, it's supposed to be such a sad part of the movie, but I can't just help but, like, go back to 2012 when we were just, like, goofy as fuck. Yeah, right. The neighbors. This is before TikTok. The neighbors must have been like, what the hell's going on over here? <laughs> this is back when people weren't constantly dancing with their friends. <laughs> Shout out to Julia Dubois that we've had the fireside with. She was mm-hmm. the alto with me, and like, Love it. we were just hosing each other down, trying to sing. <laughs> it's great. You know, it's other Tuesday, hosing each other down, trying to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I haven't watched Les Mis, so I told him to. That's fine. I... That's fine. But I love that. It's funny. I love. I love how like music's so good. Music my, is so good. My next one is Mac Miller, The Spins. The Spins by Mac Miller. Okay, you have to sing a little bit of it. Um, it's uh the the hook is half masked by uh Empire of the Suns. Empire of the Sun. It goes, Wanna get a mansion, a jacuzzi, a theater to watch my movie? It's Mac Miller. And it goes, Oh, oh, I'm just a motherfucking kid. No. Hmm. It's really good. Anyways, it sounds like I would like that. <laughs> so Uncle Bud, who is rowdy, he's a Josie. Oh, show- I met. He picked me up off the floor after Cassidy just <laughs> body slammed me. It was her birthday. She's allowed to body slam. I was happy to be body slammed by the birthday girl. You're, she's allowed to body slam. She's allowed to lay across the two two uh, <laughs> two grand pianos. She kissed me. It was so nice. <laughs> yeah, we've been drinking since noon. It's fine. Uh- <laughs> So it was uh it was Rowdy's senior year and um he showed us the us to us like and um I already knew Empire of the Sun's half masked you know uh which made it easier for me to like digest because I was still in that know it all period of my music life <laughs> but I was like all right I kind of know what this is about so um anyway it's one of those days where Bud decided to hang out with us like his older sister and her friends and uh instead of like going out and having shenanigans with his friends like we've talked about this before with Jake it's a big deal. <laughs> 
when a senior boy in high school wants to hang out with his sisters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so uh, we and we he just showed us this and we just got down so hard with it. Like we were going through a very intense dart playing phase where we'd only listen to gangster rap. And this is not gangster rap, but it is rap. So we'd, we'd inject it a little bit. But um, <laughs> we just continue to listen to it whenever we're having a good time. And I show it to a lot of people. Like it's definitely like we're drinking, we're having a good time song. Um, and it was, it was a deep cut for a minute there. Like you could only find it on YouTube. Now it's yeah. on Spotify. Yeah. But, um, and Mac Miller, rest his soul. He's not here anymore. He, he committed suicide, but, or he OD'd. But, um, Notion, the rapper, who's my baby boy, he mm-hmm. also, he also loves, uh, Mac Miller. He has a Mac Miller tattoo. <laughs> he got it when he was like 16. He's like, Bobby, let me, sh- let me show you my tattoo. And I'm like, you idiot. But, uh, <laughs> And he's this cute little white boy rapper, uh, Notion is, and, you know, Rowdy is a cute little white boy, too, and I yeah. just, I don't know, I just love it. It's, it's, a uh, never had a bad time while I was listening to this song, and, like, we were all, we were always bumping it. Like, I remember, uh, we were playing it when we did the photo shoot for my clothing line in the cemetery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was playing when, uh, because we got pizzas, and the Domino's guy met us at, like, the gates of the cemetery. <laughs> And we were running late, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Here's some cash. I'm like, also, do you want a hit of uh, weed or do you want a, some bo- a drink of whiskey? And he's like, I'll do the whiskey. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's just a good time. Uh, good time having. Too. I like it we- when like not only the music can take you to one place, but it could just like take you back All and over. forth. Yeah. so fast. It's yeah. just like oh. Like, I'm thinking of, like, every time I've danced to that song, like, every kitchen I've lived in, you know, like, it's just, like, a song that you just get down to. And whenever it comes on, I'm just stoked. So, yeah. The Spins by Mac Miller. Check nice. it out. I will. Let's see. I'm going to tell a story about my brother. Okay. So, once upon a time, he was bumming a ride from me and my fiance uh, down to Richfield. And... <laughs> Real rich Josh didn't even like know, he was he was drugs at that time, um, but he was riding down with us and we were like just had our like little um, Spence had his little iPod, uh huh, like a shuffle. Yes, like it just had like a little screen on it, right? I literally forgot iPod sounds wrong, but that's right, right? Or was it a CD case? No, it was an iPod. Oh okay, and he had to download music onto it. And uh, so I almost had to buy my friend an iPod because I lost a bet. Oh my god! I forgot about that. Anyways, continuing on. <laughs> <laughs> I just had the flashback to me buying Bailey fucking Davis and fucking shuffle, <laughs> driving to St. George to buy him a goddamn iPod because he said he got all A's. He did it. He photoshopped that shit. I didn't know what Photoshop was. <laughs> on print on uh, Paint, Microsoft Paint. I don't know. I don't know. But everyone's like, I can't believe you bought him that. He totally like he totally oh photoshopped that. And I was like, what a son of a bitch. But whatever. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> I hope you're happy, Bailey. He's not. <laughs> <laughs> what goes around comes around, man. So um, so we had downloaded like our love songs for that time. We were just like, Call Me Maybe was by Carly Rae Jepsen was on. And it's like, well. Jesus Christ. Yeah, sorry. I hope to, I hope to never be that in love. <laughs> Listen. It was ironic, too. We were like 
we're not gonna be like liking this song but like we kept saying it because we met on tinder so we're like so yeah. like may call me maybe and then then we'd like giggle at ourselves for being so <sighs> dumb yes. so anyway that's on there <laughs> Um, but we were, I think we were listening to Backstreet Boys and I think Spencer had put that CD on there because he knew I liked liked it and he likes me and my brother pipes up from the back, Mr. Like just bumming a ride. Hey, do you have any good music? (laughs) I was like, excuse me. This is the Backstreet Boys. Uh, (laughs) it's like. Uh, so he like shuffles through like Spencer's list. Spencer's like, yeah, okay, here you go. <laughs> and he's like, uh, I can't here. Give me the aux cord. So he plugs in his phone and he starts playing Sherry by the Jersey boys. Sherry. <laughs> Sherry, baby. He, so he starts that. That's and a good he, song. That's a it, pop. It is it's a good than, song. It's better than Call Me Maybe. Let's just put it that way. I will agree to that for sure. And maybe S- any Backstreet Boys are going to hurl my way. Fuck you. I knew that was coming. <laughs> the best opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, so Josh puts on Sherry. And I'm just like, what the fuck world am I in? I didn't even know he liked this song. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he belted every note it's an it's an ins- josh has an insane range yeah. and he'd have an even better range if he stopped smoking but he's in the same range <laughs> and he hit every note and then after like it's like what a two and a half minute song mm-hmm. he unplugs his aux cord and he's like thanks that's all <laughs> that's all he needed for the whole two and a half hour that song gave him the strength to carry on to carry on I mean, thank you. Such a good song. So every time it comes on or every time it comes up, I'm always like, can we listen to good music? <laughs> um, I think I told this when we recorded the last time. Or maybe I said it in the last episode, but I'm going to tell the story again because I think it's funny. Uh, I'm Like a Bird by Nelly Furtado. Nerf Furtado. <laughs> I'm so excited to hear this one more again. <laughs> so the reason why I love that, because I fucking love that song. So good. The reason why is because Jake, he was in his skateboarding, long black hair, drum set, drum playing, you know, shoplifting stage (laughs) as a teenager. And uh, he told, he was telling me in awe that he loves that song. And we're like, what? Because that's just not on brand for the Albies, right? Not on brand. Yeah. So anything on top 40, get the fuck out. No, no, no. Kevin, she's not even doing it to be pretentious. She literally doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Jake was like, yeah, I uh, was just skate- skating the other day. And I just <laughs> imagined myself seeing that but with her voice. And I laughed so hard. <laughs> I think he might have crashed. And uh, Didn't you say that he started singing it out loud and he sounded exactly like her? No, no, no. He just imagined in his head that when he sang it out loud, he sounded exactly like her. And <laughs> it made him laugh so hard that he may have wrecked his skateboard. <laughs> and then, because I'm sure he was baked off his balls, but <laughs> every, I like that song's like on my playlist forever because it's like that's, that song reminds me of Jake and I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I definitely know what you mean. I mean, I know. <laughs> Brothers are so weird. <laughs> I love the visuals. Jake, 
I imagine him. I imagine him um, skateboarding down the hill from Pavant, like right by Pavant. Oh, I always imagine him in front of the courthouse for some reason. <laughs> I this story. Which one? The the old one. The, the old one, one on the Maine. One next to the yeah. The old KFC. Yeah, we waited in line forever on the Fourth of July to get a goddamn Jar Jar Binks cup at KFC. <laughs> And then At the we KFC watched that was there. And then we watched the movie and we were like, "Why?" <laughs> but again, any uh, I'm going to bring this up later cuz I have another 4th of July story. If any 4th of July that I'm spending with my brother Jake, it's a, it's a win for me. <laughs> so, even though we were in the very hot KFC, getting the, arguably the worst Star Wars character you know, of the whole entire franchise. Oh my memorabilia. God. That's so funny. <laughs> and you waited in line forever for it. Yeah, because everyone went directly to KFC right yeah. after the parade, you know? Yeah. And they were, like, pumping out the chicken. Like, they made us all want it. What a weird memory. What's well, My next one. <laughs> Chopin. One. Chopin. How do you say his name? Chopin? Chopin. Chopin. We did this last time. Chop. You were like, you were like, Frederick Chopin. And I was like, I think it's Chopin. No, I was, uh, I was being a jackass when I said that's a it takes oh, okay. two joke. Remember how Mary Kate no. Ashley Olsen? No, I was not allowed to watch those rebellious girls. It takes two. I watched that recently. It still kind of holds up. How do you <laughs> pronounce Chopin? It's like Chopin, something like that. Chopin. 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 Cool. So it's him. Uh, Nocturnes number two in E flat major. Uh, so when I was growing up, my grandparents Wait, had this. Wait, how does that go? Do you want me to pull it up? Da, da. Yeah, pull it up. <laughs> okay. Such a good song. It sounds like a waterfall. Oh, yeah. Wait for it. This part right here is so good. So, um, <sighs> fucking genius. Yeah, it's such a it's such a good fucking song. But when I was growing up, my grandparents had the sitting area with their light colored couches, and we weren't allowed to go unless we were like clean and calm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I remember laying on the white love seat in the room, a little out of breath. Um, I might have been having a panic attack or something, but um, I'm guessing I was just brawling with my brother, and she was like, "You're we're separating you." <laughs> <laughs> Um, cause I remember smelling like recess and my grandma had me calm down in the sitting room and put this on mm-hmm. and I just love the way it moves. Like, like I said, it sounds like a waterfall. Um, and it's, it's funny too, because I hesitate going into that room even to this day. Like, is it this, the special room? Is it the sitting room? Yeah. And it has white couches, which they run a trucking company. <laughs> I don't... None of your friends are allowed in my white room, grandpa. <laughs> well, it's like. My grandpa is a very clean man, but he still has his hands in grease all day. Like, anyways, point is, <laughs> to this day, I'm 30. I'm about to be 34 years old because my grandparents have, like, an open floor plan. But it's, mm-hmm. like, the TV room, and then you can walk to the sitting room to get to my grandma's office and the mm-hmm. front door. Mm-hmm. Or you can go the other way and go through the kitchen. <laughs> but, like, the TV room, we're all allowed, and that's where everyone hangs out. And um, there's, like, a rec- – like, they have, like – made it a separate room with the chairs you know what i mean oh yeah and like when i'm talking to my grandma i will sit on the recliner like with like <laughs> the wrong way you know uh-huh and talk to her through the nice room 
while she's working. Because you don't dare go in there. Because I'm just, I'm, they train me. I don't sit in the nice, I don't sit on the nice <laughs> sofa. And by the That's way, for Sam, guests and Jesus. The, and like, yeah, the Relief Society. And visiting teachers, hello. Uh, and uh, again, same couches they've always had. These couches are older than me. But they're still white as ever. I, I don't again don't know how. <laughs> probably because none of us were allowed to sit on it unless we were being separated from our brother who we were probably <laughs> sit in this section and listen to this beautiful song. Yeah. What's your next? Didn't song? didn't you say that she was like stroking your hair? <clears throat> yeah, she was, and like she just was like trying to calm me down. So, and she's she was good about that. Like my grandma has like really rough hands, just like me. I have her dry. Like my thumbs crack like hers do. So, like, whenever she does do that, she's, like, catching her hair in, the, in her dry skin. But it's oh. still, like, it's very specific to her, so. That's so sweet, honestly. <laughs> Wait. You didn't tell me how you broke your ankle, your foot. I didn't break my foot. You said, you you like, about? you said you have to go to urgent care or something because your foot. I'm going there tomorrow, yeah. My foot fucking hurts right now. How did you do, what did you do? How? walking around my house barefoot being fat <laughs> probably Bro. i didn't do nothing I, I i walked around my house i played with halo i cleaned the kitchen and could it, could it be that i've been complaining about my ankle for the past <laughs> no seriously though i and broke my sympathy pain <clears throat> that be no. it? um i broke my foot running around my car Uncle Bud in broke in 2013. It. So uh, Uncle Bud broke his foot uh, running the third base. He stepped on a rock, and oh. it's it's it snapped his uh, one of the bones in his foot. Yeah, I um I stepped on uneven pavement, and it cracked. I cracked the outer bone of my foot. Shit. And Spencer just thought I was being dramatic because look at me. Yeah. <laughs> and like, the track record isn't great. So he was just like, okay. And I like had to crawl into my, into my car and I was crying, but like, you know, have to be tough. Yeah. Cause your pain isn't important enough. Yeah. It's not valid. Right. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So then like for two days, I just like crawled around my apartment <laughs> and he was like, I guess it was one day, but he was like, we should take you. And I, I'm the farm kid that's like, no, no, I'm sure it'll be fine. And then I'm like, no, I think I should go. It really hurt. <laughs> so I'm going to go tomorrow. I wonder if mine's uh, broken. Because, I don't know, I must have been hobbling around heavy because Kia, my boss, wrapped my arm and my leg up yesterday. Yeah, let's go together. I can't afford it. Period. I know, but I wish you could. Eh, whatever, it's been almost a month, so it's <clears throat> fine. What's your next one? My next one is... This is not a good story. Okay. It's like kind of a black hole story. Sun. Yeah. <laughs> you know that Vanessa Williams song that goes, Sometimes the sun comes out in June. Sometimes yeah. the sun goes... I don't know. Whatever. Sometimes the earth <clears throat> goes around the moon. Sometimes best the snow last. fall down in June. You went and saved the best for last. Yeah. It's yeah. Pin- it's pinnacle early 90s. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> of course. So... I was going to sing that song. So I was in clogging, you guys. I was a uh, Green Valley Clogger. Green Valley Clogger. And this was my senior recital. <clears throat> and so I'd been clogging since, I want to say sixth grade. 
been like so for like the better part of my existence in Sevier County and um the senior recital was something like every year all of the seniors that were graduating got to do like a special talent show and like it was like a big deal so I had decided yeah, we all we all got <clears throat> to it I feel like I went to to your no I didn't I went to the your Jamie graduated I went to that one. Oh, cool um was she a clogger no one of our friends was doing something I don't know uh-huh. you know i just it was just it was just i just remember it was her class that's anyway it doesn't matter sidebar that doesn't mean anything continuing on um so i decided that i was going to sing that song but i didn't have any like music to it and i couldn't sing it in the key that and this was before you could just like spotify a, a yeah. karaoke version mm-hmm. so i couldn't <clears throat> find a karaoke version so i was just gonna do it acapella which is embarrassing hold on but um, that same day that we were going to the clogging, the final clogging recital mm-hmm. um, was a Sadie Hawkins dance. And I had asked out a Wayne County boy. They, there were people then. I don't believe. I don't believe people exist in Wayne County. I don't believe it. Well, he had just joined the like one voice choir that year and everybody was fawning over him. And like, he was funny, fun. And so, um, it was me and him and like a bunch of one voice people. And like, so like the town choir and, uh, just like our friends. And we had gone up to, Monrovian Canyon to like dick around in the woods and like roast marshmallows and make awful puns and you know yeah. that kind of Tip- date. typical Monrovian parks you know behavior good per, yeah, yeah religious child <laughs> shenanigans and so um I had to go I had to run home and get my clogging shoes before I went to the recital so I was like we're gonna go and we're gonna go early we're just gonna like start heading out now and so then everybody decided to follow us so um, Carrie Cheeks's sister. Yeah. What, Carrie, what was her Carrie last name? Warner. Warner. Sorry. Um, You're struggling she, hard. <laughs> I was. Seriously, I don't know what's happening to me. Um, so Carrie was driving her Jeep and it was like a topless Jeep. So fun. So it was Carrie. Yeah, and... I know. I th- My brother broke his foot driving that Jeep. And oh I shit! In, I was in the car. I was in it. No fucking way. That's what he when he used his leg as a fucking kickstand and the jeep black. <gasps> it was jeep. that jeep. Yeah. yeah. Was Holy there, was shit! There, was there like a dent in the side of it? Like, well, I'll tell you. Because <clears throat> that was from us. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Carrie was driving and she her date was Andy Heard, mm-hmm. and Andy, I don't know. So okay, and then so it was. Carrie and Andy and Josh Acker and me in the back seat, mm-hmm. and we were flying down the canyon, and we hit the dip in the road that kind of makes you like go up and yeah, like yeah. fly. We hit the dip in the road, and we were going too fast, so we slid into the canyon wall My on the right side. My sister's done that. My sister's done that. <laughs> we slid into the canyon wall on the right side, and it mm-hmm. pushed it. It ricocheted the jeep off, uh-huh. and off the edge of the cliff down into the river on its side shut up yeah dude yeah and so 
like everybody was seat belted, but Carrie was in the river. She was the driver. She was in yeah. the river. So was my date. We jump up immediately. We get unbelted. We jump up immediately and we scramble up the edge of the road. Right. To up the rocks to be on the on the road so that our friends know that we're down in this ravine in right. the in the river. Right. Uh Andy Heard is suspended in the air by his belt buckle. So was I! <clears throat> you can't get out of that! <laughs> you can't. And so I'm ju- I jumped in. I was just like freaking the fuck out, but I was just like in, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. So I am at Andy Heard's crotch trying uh-huh. to get the seat buckle off. Yeah. And this is the same kind of seat buckle that was in um my grandpa's like mm-hmm. bronco so but i'm just it sticks though it sticks. i'm wrestling with it because was... i was suspended too and <clears throat> zach had to like help me get it out yeah i'm wrestling with it and he said that's the wrong seat belt the guy had a seat belt for a belt buckle <laughs> and i remember I'm, that i remember that <laughs> i'm undoing his pants <laughs> awesome so i'm like oh fuck okay and i didn't say oh fuck i was like sorry whoopsie daisy i get i get the other one undone Uh so he gets out and then we have to physically carry carry out of the river is she like injured she was was in shock oh yeah and she was like my dad's gonna kill me i can't leave the van like she i mean the the jeep yeah insane right Well, her dad is nuts. Like they're yes, they're straight in. Like like, her she, dad was gonna kill her. Yeah. Well, like the way the way that Cheeks was like he loved wa- watching our family fight because his family never there was like this weird passive aggressive intense hostility going on in their house. Like he was always like, I'm just glad you guys, you guys at least talk it out or like scream it out. And I'm like, it's not healthy. And he's like, my family doesn't ever talk to each other unless they're like we're getting in trouble or whatever. Yeah. I've been saying, yeah, well, I've been, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was like, I'm late to my dance recital, so we got to go. Uh-huh. So everybody hops in the car. Um, we, I tell, I tell one driver to take me straight to the, to my house and then go to the multi-event center so I could pick yeah. up my jeans, clean clothes and whatever. And I get, and then like we take Carrie to the hospital or whatever. Uh-huh. Cause she's still in shock. And right. Um, I walk in and my dance director is like pissed. She's like, where have you been? You missed your, you missed your dance. Mm. And I was like, I was like, and this is right. She's like, and your, your number is like right now. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was in a car accident on the way here, but I'm like here now. So I could like totally do my song. (laughs) She was like, you what? And I was like, yeah, like I was in like a car accident, like, I don't have any dry clothes and like all of this, like, like I'm, I'm here now so I could do my song. She's like, okay. Okay. Like, so I just like go out Wait, there. Was it Laura? Was it Laura Morris? No, no, no. She, it oh, was, okay. um, it was Shauna Blake. She's oh, okay. the South Severe drill team director. Okay, and she was yeah. my clogging director or teacher. Uh-huh. So I get on the stage. And I'm like, sorry, I've just been in an accident. Sorry. I'm late guys. Sometimes the snow <laughs> comes out in June. <laughs> like, and that was the first that my grandparents had ever heard that I was in a car accident. Everybody, like, they, I, like, went off the stage and people were like, what? And you're like, what? Still from the, I was like, from the, from the river? Yes. 
Yeah, that you were in shock as well. <clears throat> I will yeah. Say. Carrie's response was way way more accurate than yours was. Yeah, no, way I'm more just appropriate. Like, Sorry, I'm just gonna go. I'm. Uh, I I gotta do this. People are counting been, on I, me. I love that we've been uh, in a wreck in the same fucking jeep. That's in so the same funny. fucking jeep. Same fucking jeep. Well, that yeah. jeep is no lo- no longer because that totaled well, it for sure. I, I mean, if we were next to a river, I'm sure. But it was Zach was driving. I was up front, and Stacy and Jamie were in the back. Wow. And we were going up a hill in the Red Hills, and then it killed, it like died, and we were going back, and we were going too fast, and it flipped, <gasps> like like flew in on its side. That's scary. Yeah, and Zach was pinned under it, so we had to go get some like Navajo boys to come help us lift it. I can't believe that was the same Jeep. It's so funny. That is so crazy. How oh, scary! And I, so- love, and I love how he was. Andy was stuck in the freaking seatbelt, just like I was. <laughs> Easily the fucking funniest thing I've ever done at the wrong time. <laughs> wrong time um i remember that belt that's so funny (laughs) i think it's funny that um so like are you scared of like rock crawling or anything like no i am i will not go i mean i won't go but i'm not like like if i was you know no i went through a very because i rolled my friend's car when i was 15 Mm -hmm. and um then that happened and then cheeks was driving one time and we were going to an alpha and trio concert and we hit a car and i got whiplash or dirt got whiplash but it was like i was freaked um girl but i so i went through that but now now it's gone but i haven't been in a wreck for a really long time knock on wood um (laughs) but i just will not go rock crawling or anything like that where there's like uneven road or anything because it just reminds me of like all of that all of that is wrapped up in that you know yeah, I'm, I'm not a reckless person anyway. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. That stuff doesn't bother me. Like if I'm there, I'm like, cool, whatever, fuck it, let's do it. But I haven't been at the dunes or in, in any of that sort of thing for a really long time. So I don't know. I don't know how I am about it. I guess, I guess, uh, my brother and my sister both have a side by side, and they we go up in the mountains. So yeah, it's not yeah, a big deal. Yeah. 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 Um, my next one is <coughs> mask off by future. You know nice. that song, right? Molly Percocet. Percocet. Uh, so it was the 4th of July, and I was hanging out with Jake and his cute little family. Um, and, you know, if, like I said, if I'm hanging out <laughs> with Jake on the 4th of July, Richfield people in general, you're winning. Mm-hmm. So um, Jake and I had spent the day getting tipsy and arguing, of course, naturally. <laughs> uh, Let's just set the scene. <laughs> And then he goes, let's go find some fireworks. So we hop in his car and he pops on this song and he says, I guarantee you'll like this because apparently drug abuse is my main identifier. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You'll definitely like this. This guy is trying to commit suicide by morphine. Well, that's funny too because I'm an alcoholic by no effects which it starts by saying like, I like going to school. When I was young, I didn't mess around with drugs. And then it says, the end of it's like, I can't because I'm a drug addicted alcoholic. Can't mm. stop doing drugs. And Zach showed me that song. He's like, "This is your song, Bob." <laughs> I was like, "Stop it! I'm no fat, Mike. Come on." So um, he's like, "I guarantee, you know, you'll like this." And I, he was right. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love that song. And even though he made me go back to the car because I was ruining his haggling with the fireworks people, <laughs> the, the song and the memory sticks out. <laughs> But Jake's one of those kids too. Uh, like in Richfield, the fireworks stand. Like he always can get the illegal fireworks since he's like since he's like ten years old. He has that's insane to me. I know. How does he get away with so much? Because he's cute. 
he's cute, he's smart, and he's quiet. Ah. He's so, the right combination. It's 100% the right. And the motherfucker can run. Like, <laughs> one time him and Zach and Dave Harbin were up on the water tower, and this was right after 9-11. Oh, my God. So, uh. Jake up on top? Of the water. Yeah, everyone just go hang out on the water tower. Like, we've all done it, right? Have you never done that? I went to, like, I went to buy the water tower. No, but, like, were you on top. top of it? I wasn't there. But, yeah, climbing on top of the water tower was the thing. Jake was out with them. It was way past curfew. Jake was like eighth grade, ninth grade. Wait, when did nine eleven happen? Eighth grade. So, yeah, he was a freshman though. It was like a year later. Mm-hmm. But like, they were the terrorist threat was high. You know what I mean? Yeah. And anthrax was just a thing. Oh so yeah. So the, co- oh, the cops were patrolling the water tower, <laughs> and hey, this is cops, a top terrorist site. The cops pull up. Oh Jake, my god. Jake stays on top of the water tower, I think, and Zach's like, "Get the is f he out of here." Yeah, he's hiding, and then. Um, oh my god, I remember the story. I don't have I told you the story. I how do, how would I have known it? I mean, it could have just been a story that was told around. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? yeah. So, I Jake woke me up that night. I feel like because he, <laughs> they took down the um, ladder. The, I think the cops did. Maybe that's what happened. The cops took down the ladder, so they were all trapped up there. But Jake jumped off the back of the water tower. Yeah. And then, that's like a that's like at least a story, right? Yeah, but this is Jake, right? Right. So, and then he starts running down the mountain, and it's pitch black out. It's nighttime. Oh my and, god! There's rocks and cactus everywhere. Well, he was telling me, he was like, I don't even know how I made it alive. He's like, but at some point, he's like, I was running so fast, and he's like, and I would just run, run, run. And he's like, and there were times where I would not be touching ground for like <gasps> one, two, three. He's like, and then I'd land and I keep running, and then I wouldn't touch ground for like one, two, three, because he was like hauling ass down this mountain and he ran all the way home holy fucking shit dude zach got arrested <laughs> zach got arrested is that how he stole the patroller patrolman's jacket no that was jeremy price oh yeah so, sorry yeah. sorry was, i'm mixing up my old no, sibling rebels but uh <laughs> <laughs> i fell back asleep and zach called my mom at like five o'clock in the morning and i dreamt their whole entire conversation it was so weird because I remember he was like, Mom, would you come get me? There's a guy. He's looking at me. Like, I think he's going to, like, try to fight me. Would you come get me? And I remember hearing that. Like, I dreamt that conversation. And when I woke up, um, I was like, that was such a fucking weird dream. And then mom, my mom was like, Zach got arrested. And she started telling me. And I, like, finished her sentence. I'm like, because a guy was looking at him and wanted to fight him. She's like, yeah, how would you know that? And I'm like, because I had a dream about it last night. That's so crazy. <laughs> but, <laughs> Do you know what I imagined when uh, you were telling me about Jake running off the wind off the hill? Tom Cruise, right? No, I was thinking of <laughs> you're impossibly fast and strong. <laughs> Your skin is pale white and ice cold. Your eyes change color, and sometimes you speak say like say it, say it out loud. <laughs> no, Jake's Jake's the most olive skin one of us all. Hey, you know he's not a vampire. <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking of him running like that, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah, no, I. I, my mind doesn't go to Twilight, thank God. <laughs> That's just it. Listen, I'm not ashamed. No, it's fine. It's, it's part of our generation. What's your next one? Let's see. I'll do a tw- I'll do a 24th of July memory. So okay. every 24th of July, so like the 4th of July belongs to Richfield. Mm-hmm. The 24th of July, Pioneer Monroe, Day, yeah. belongs to Monroe, and like. 
the summer that I moved out of South Severe and moved to Richfield, like it was so sudden and like nobody expected it. And so when I went back to the 24th of July for the dance, the like teenager dance that uh-huh. they have in the shitty courtyard there. Um, <laughs> it, it is such a shitty dance. And there's always like two, there's always drunk cowboys that are way too old to be there. Yes. <laughs> But I was finally allowed to do that. And, like, I begged my mom because I was like, I haven't seen my friends in, like, so long. Please let me go. And so then, like, while, okay, so for that summer, the, like, cool girls tried out for the drill team and learned this, like, really cool dance. And so I was, like, watching them trying to, like, figure out this, like, new hip-hop dance that they were, they were dancing to. And you know what song it was to? What? Black Eyed Peas. Let's get it started. Ha! Let's get it started. Inhale. (laughs) So, running, running, and running. So I can kind of, I can see this all now. These, like, strobe lights happening and, like, this tennis court that should be swept. It's not. Yeah, it's super dusty for some reason. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And, like. Not well lit for some reason again. (laughs) I had purchased a like led flashing light that was like run on like a tiny battery Mm -hmm. and it was magnetic so you could like put them like on your ears or like you could just like hold it i don't know it was just Uh silly but i decided i was gonna put it in my mouth and like (laughs) have glowing teeth i guess strobe light effect glowing teeth and i was like listen up i'm back in South Sphere and like I have all these new friends from Richfield and <laughs> I don't know what I was doing but um, s- apparently the rumor went around that since I had moved to Richfield I had pierced my tongue otherwise how could I have like this thing in my mouth right, right, and I was right. just holding it in my mouth so like suddenly all of these people that I never would talk to like are coming up to me and like hey hey how's it going blah 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 and they're like trying to like be involved in this conversation like I was like that's so weird what did people say like maybe they just miss me I don't know uh-huh. but then like later I heard it, people being like it's fake guys it's all fake she doesn't have her tongue pierced <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that all started cause let's get it started ha <laughs> um no I mean the black eyed peas they're definitely our generation party <laughs> party tunes my humps and Holla back girl was huge in culinary school. It ain't no holla bread dough. Um, <laughs> That's then, really good. And then I don't know why my humps. I think it's just because we were just my hump, my hump, my hump. really Check into being like sexually aggressive with each other. Listen, <laughs> that sounds very on brand for culinary school. A bunch of yeah people trying to cook food. Yeah, I mean we're all scumbags. It's a thing. It's Teenage totally a thing. Dirt bags. I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. That's one of my, that's one of my guilty pleasures. Uh, my brother was, my brothers were the prom band for my prom, and they played that. That's cute. Yeah. Um, my next one is Sills and Crofts, and the song is Hummingbird. Um, my mom had the Sills. How and does Crofts. that go? Hummingbird, don't fly away, fly away, do 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 do. What year is that from? Like the seventies. Oh, okay. Um, 
their their hit is uh sweet days of summer do, 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 do. Oh. summer breeze makes me feel fine um gotcha. so anyways sills and crofts hummingbird my mom had the sills and crofts greatest hits on vinyl um because she has mm. a killer i mean i've talked about it before my mom has a killer record collection mm-hmm. brandon just gave me three dog nights greatest hits on vinyl Ooh. <laughs> and i'm like i don't have a I don't have a record player. I'm like, maybe I'll just go drop it at my mom's house. Because um, I love Three Dog Night, and so does she. She showed me that. Anyways, um, so the album cover is a mood. It's just these two guys, long black beards, long black overcoats, standing on, like, a beach, an empty beach, and it's, like, rainy. Mm-hmm. So I, like, loved this album cover. I'd look at it. So my mom had all these records, but her record player wasn't working or it needed, like, a piece or something so i we never listened to him until finally we did mm-hmm. and i remember her showing me this song and i hate the way that it starts because i, I just hate the way that it starts it's like it has a weird opening mm-hmm. and i remember like feeling discomfort in my mom showing me this song and i'm going to have to like t- lie to her and tell her that i like it like i don't yeah. want to do that yeah but luckily <laughs> the song takes a really bitchin' turn, and there was uh, a slight warp on her album for, um, so it was, like, extra clear to you that you were listening to a record, you know? Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. I just remember, like, putting that album on, and it lived up to, like, what I imagined that it was, mm-hmm. all those all those years looking at the album cover, um, and the song is for sure, it's just, it's just a weird fucking jam. Sills and Cross is a weird band, but I fucking love them, dude. So, yeah, this uh, it reminds me of my mom's uh, record collection, and, and I like it. I love that. What's your next one? That's so nice. That's a good move. Um, let's see. How many more do you have? One, two, three, four. I have one, two, three, four. Okay. <clears throat> I guess I'll just do this one. It's like, I don't know. Um, Love Me by Colin Ray mm-hmm. is one of my songs that just like instant memories. This is like a 90s country song. It's what, pretty simple. What, Do You simple. Love Me? Is that what it is? No, it's, um, fuck, how does it go now? I read a note my oh, grandma right. wrote. That is a good song. If you, if you get, get there, there before, before I do, do. <laughs> don't so, give up on me. Um, this song, what I like. So my great grandfather was the first person that I lost in my life to mm-hmm. death, and um, I he and I were pretty close for great grandparent and great granddaughter standards mm-hmm. because he lived with my grandparents at the time of his passing. And so, like, I have a ton of memories with him, like, shooting out of his partial dentures at me and trying to, like, <laughs> he scare me. I I remember the sound of his voice. I, um, like, he used to grab our necks with the cane, his cane, and, like, uh, yeah. like chicken hook us so that yeah. he could, like, have us come talk to him. And I don't know, just, like, a lot of memories with um, that man. And I, I loved him. And so when I lost him at when I was 10... Um, that song Love Me was one of my favorite songs. Um, and so every time like I listen to that song, it just reminds me of like losing a grandparent and 
obviously that song is kind of playing in my mind now that my grandma and my grandpa are going through like their their last I mean my grandpa's doing a lot better mm-hmm. but like these are the final stages of life for right. them so it just pops up um but something crazy happened was like um I guess maybe during the pandemic I had felt I'm feeling I was feeling very disconnected from my community um I'd come out as ex-Mormon and I'd served a mission so people you know were kind of I don't know that's not expected for me and uh I came out as (laughs) gay-ish and uh started wearing tank tops to you know the local shit around so I just kind of felt very disconnected from my community that I grew up with. So I put on, I was like hitting Nephi. I was driving down by myself. I put on nineties country to kind of just get me in the mood to mm-hmm. come back to like, I old, do that too. Yeah. yeah you do. <laughs> yeah. Just gotta, we're going to pass some cows and I just want to be in the mood for mm-hmm. it, you know? So, um, a little Earl Thomas Conley, get this party started. <laughs> <laughs> for me it's like joe diffie <laughs> so <laughs> that's good too yeah i would do it um so yeah so like you know go through all the like classic shania ones we'll have a whole 90s country episode Let's go, girls <laughs> but um as i'm passing the cemetery this song comes on mm-hmm. love me by colin ray and instant tears because i i had just like here's the thing like the I Annabelle had, Cemetery? The Annabelle Cemetery. I was naked in that cemetery recently. <laughs> well, that does not surprise me. I, uh, I was I was passing, I was coming up to the cemetery and thinking to myself, like, if my great-grandpa, like, was looking down on me, I wonder if he'd even, like, like, what if I'm a disappointment to him? Like, You're not. I hope he's proud of me because I'm trying to be exactly who I am and like this is hard for me I hope he's not disappointed because you know xyz and uh this song comes on like immediately after I have that thought Mm -hmm. and so this is really it was a special little moment a little special moment me and Colin Ray and my grandpa so (laughs) you and Colin Ray and your grandpa (laughs) a three-way for the ages yeah no (laughs) no (laughs) no i do i love that song too because it does there is something if you grow up in a small town especially with farm people it seems like that's a really and i the reason i'm saying farm people is because it's describing a vastness of the land yeah and stuff and it's just like it's easy to see your grandparents like it's easy to see my grand my grandma and grandpa albie in this sort of scenario you know yeah yeah which I, I think is, I, I, I think about that when I listen to that song. So I totally get you. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> My next one is The Trip by Still Corners. Uh, the song seems to hit everyone differently, but really fucking hard uh, nonetheless. It's atm- atmospheric, and I must confess, the first time I heard it, I, I wept. <laughs> like, I should have <laughs> cried. But a lot of people do. Um, it's like, How does it go? Uh, I, you, I'll, I'll send you the link. Um, okay. But, uh, I'll, it's like hope and sorrow all in one. And I was just driving to work. It came on. I felt like I got punched in the gut and <sighs> into a body of water the whole damn time. And when it was over, I hit repeat. Shit, girl. <laughs> but I want to read you a couple of the lyrics. Okay. 
time has come to go pack your bags at the open road our hearts just won't die it's the trip keeps us alive um the falling sun burns a line tearing into the night watching you fall asleep the sweetest dove in a dream like it's just it's just a fucking mood so um I don't know I just it's attached to a lot of things because like I remember I showed my friend Ricky this song once the moon was very bright that day and Mm -hmm. she just got out and looked like it was the first time she really experienced the moon how I do I guess and she she cried (laughs) and like I sent this song out like to people and so many people have told me like what the fuck is this song it like I don't even know how it hit me I wasn't expecting it and I don't I don't think I've heard anyone say that they don't like this song so check it out wow I will The The Trip by Still Corners I don't have any songs like that. I kind of do, but they're not my list. My next one is... Let me just make sure. Okay, I have three more stories then. Um, T.I., You Can Have Whatever You Like. You can have whatever you like. <laughs> I love that song. I Sex l- on dick, throat <laughs> on ice. We can, we pop, can pop bottles, bottles all night, baby. baby. You can have whatever you like. You know, when we I was driving to your house for episodes, I would throw this song on because I, I mean, like 2008 music mm-hmm. is like, I'm in college. I kind of have control over my whole yeah, life, but it's, it's like a, right it's before a, my mission. It's a control of your life thing, I feel. Yes. And I'm because, just like, mm-hmm. I'm just like. Fuck yes. And like sometimes when I listen to the songs, like other TI songs, I guess, is like <laughs> Or uh what's what's the other one? Uh I like Live Your Life and um Live Your Life. And whatever you like. Those are my two. And then he does one with Eminem that I also like. Yes. Yep. I All she wrote is the name like, of the song. A lot of this I mean and he's a babe too. Let's just get that. Let's get he, something straight. Yes. Ti is a beautiful man. Yes, little fan in my face. Um, <laughs> uh, see, I'm a little straight. <laughs> um, I mean, he's got. He's like a beautiful man. He's, he's not beautiful. like a. He's not like a manly man. He's a. He's got nice skin. Yeah, I do like nice skin. Um, so anyway, I'm like feeling like really cool and like this feels like it's not my mom's music it's not my grandparents music it's like something that like really expresses me so I like really into this song and so I get called on a mission and before I get called on a mission I set my song on my MySpace profile to this uh-huh. T.I. you can have whatever you like late not sex so <laughs> what stop tight. stop I don't I, <laughs> so I'm I'm on uh mission and i get like uh my companion kaya she's like a mini missionary a temporary missionary Mm -hmm. and so we we get to talk about stuff because she's not like in the mission to be on a mission so it was just like a very chill thing for her for a very temporary time and so we get to talk about like mainstream stuff that i haven't been able to talk about for a long time and i'm just like you know what a song i really love and I really miss so we talked about like Robin Big and like just like all the stuff that I was oh, missing on Robin the outside R.I.P. Big I know right I love them people um, let me tell you about my best, my best friend, friend. <laughs> shark sugar uh, man shark sugar <laughs> I just love it I just I love, love it Big. so I'm talking about I'm talking to her about like this song and I was like you don't know T.I. and I'm like I'm going to sing you this song. So I like kind of sing her like a couple of the lyrics and stuff. And she's like, I've never heard it before. And I was like, well, when you go home, I like wrote it down. Robin big T I 
you can have whatever you like. So she goes home and she writes me a letter. She was like, "That's I'm offended, Sister Clark. <laughs> that's not a good song." And I was oh, like, "What are you is. talking it's about?" A fucking bop. <laughs> so the first thing I do when I get home is like, "You know what I miss? Ti, you can have whatever you like." So I start playing it, and the version that I have on my profile is not the edited version <laughs> that I'm hearing on 106.3 right. Kiss and 97 or whatever. I or like whatever it's called, the, mm-hmm. uh, whatever. Uh, so I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh my God. I think it's, uh, I think it's epic that you're late night sex. So, so wet, wet and so, so nice. Tight. Oh, I thought it's tight. <laughs> Probably tight. Uh, I'm mortified that this song has been representing <laughs> me for nearly two years. <laughs> Uh, and I no. haven't bothered to listen to the real version. Listen, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, what's up? I'm serving the Lord. Like my like my uh, hairdresser and friend always says, Trish, she goes, it's pretty hard being so damn gangster, but someone's got to do it. <laughs> She's like 55. I'd love her. <laughs> yeah, T.I., whatever you like. I mean, that's seriously, I have so many memories attached to that, too. So I'm, I'm with you. My next one is typo negative Nettie. Um, I was with my brother Lex Wilcox and uh, Cheeks, I think. Anyway, Zach just got this album, and we were doing what we do: cruise around and listen to a full out vol- <laughs> listen to it at full volume without speaking. Um, that's just how we would spend our time. So, anyways, uh, completely out of the ordinary, the opening of the song comes on, and Zach goes, "Whoa, I can't believe how low his voice is," and started it over again. And vocalists rarely impress Zach in that way, so mm. it, was, it was significant. And um, the song truly fucks. Uh, later, I'd meet Nettie at Burt's Tiki Lounge. She was a dwarf, and she worked the door. <laughs> um, I always uh, sung this song to her because her name's Nettie, duh, obviously. Um, I remember one time Nettie was shit can hammered, and Zach was dropping her off. and <laughs> She couldn't walk because she was so drunk. <laughs> so I was trying to, like, carry her to her front door. And she was resisting me picking her up, you know, because I'm sure that's like an insecurity, right? With little people, people are always trying to pick them up. Mm-hmm. And she kept was like, she's like, no, 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 like mm-hmm. don't stop, stop, stop. And I'm like dragging her up her driveway, <laughs> and she was fighting me, like kicking. And finally, I yelled, "God damn it, Nettie! I'm not picking <laughs> you up because you're a midget. I'm fuck picking you up because you're drunk." <laughs> and she goes, oh, "Okay," and just, lets, <laughs> and just lets me pick her up and like place her on her doorstep. <laughs> So. She's like fighting. No! She's like, no, no, no! And I was like, God damn it, Nettie! <laughs> and then now she just was like, oh, okay. And she just like <laughs> And everyone's in the car just dying, right? <laughs> Watching me try to like struggle with this middle-aged little person <laughs> who's hammered off her ass. She the visionaries. <laughs> she would get so drunk, Bert's uh she had a seatbelt on her bar stool. They bought her a seatbelt so she wouldn't fall off her bar stool. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh Nettie. I saw her, I feel like I saw her at Krush this year. So it was good hmm. to see her. Yeah, I've seen her recently. I don't remember where. <laughs> but Nettie. <laughs> Typo That's negative funny. Nettie. Love That's it. That's funny. Yeah. My second to last one is when you, uh, people let me tell you about my best friend. <laughs> Wait, is so that, that really it? No, it's not. That song will constantly remind me of my cousin, the one that 
I haven't talked to for a while. The one that I had a whole long conversation with your grandpa outside the hospital the other day. Yeah. So the one that I'm considering, you know, if things work out and if she reaches out and if things are amicable, it could be amicable. Like that's the relationship we were reconsidering. Yeah. Um, but also like be accountable for the shit you put me through. Um, this, these, these songs remind me of her. So when we were kids, this was the same era, Uh the 2008 era. So like all American rejects, when you see my face, hope it gives you hell. (laughs) So when we were that age, Mm -hmm. my cousin was like 14 and she like fucking idolized me, you know, because I like yeah. had a car that I could drive around and, and we like liked each other and we like would cruise around all the time. Like that uh-huh. road that leads from like the old Madcap to Annabelle Road, that's dirt road. Yeah, I would yeah, just yeah. drive 90 down it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and like she thought that was so fucking cool. And I'm looking back thinking we I put her life so in danger. Quick, yeah. yeah, fuck me. So my aunt put me in this position that was like, she really looks up to you. You really need to be a better example to her. Mm-hmm. So we're like singing this all American reject song. And we're like, you know what? We're not allowed to swear. So all we do is like, when you see my face, hope it gives you, hope it gives you. <laughs> when you want my way, hope it gives you, hope it hope gives, it gives you. you. When you find a man that's worth it and treats you well. <laughs> Then he's a fool. You're just as well. Hope it gives you. (laughs) So we sing it like that. And it drives her mom nuts. Because she's just like, you're still singing the song. (laughs) And then the other song that reminds me of her and this exact same time frame. Because they were coming down all the time to date Colina's ex father-in-law or mm-hmm. ex-dad ex-stepdad so my aunt was dating her stepdad and like they were doing that whole thing so she would come down and we would hang out while while they were dating yeah and uh fucking fucking parents too uh, fucking dad. parents fucking parents so at that same time the other song that's on this on the radio that's just like peaking my interest is uh I kissed a girl and I, I liked did. it. <laughs> so, uh, by the way, my aunt hates that song because homophobic as fuck. Shock. We're she, all shocked. Dude, she wants that snatch. You know it. I the have more, no, I don't think so. I. You never know. The more homophobic you are, the you you are, people are out of a mirror. When you are super hateful, there's something going on there. I think so too, but I don't know. I don't think so. Um, so, uh, because she's had opportunity and she's like, get away from me. So, so? Uh, let's focus. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. We're not going to turn it into a conversation about sexuality again. Yes. <laughs> so the song that's really on brand is like, I kissed a girl and I liked it. And right. so, um, my aunt hates that song. But we're, so she'll be like, we'll, we'll like watch movies together or we'll eat dinner together. Or we'll go get ice cream at like a new flavor of ice cream at the dairy. she will be like, how do you like this? And we'd be like, I liked it. And she would like <laughs> shoot us the, the crustiest crusty. And we would just you. die laughing. How'd you like this movie? I liked it. <laughs> How's dinner? I liked it. <laughs> Seriously. Cousins together 
Just like poking raisin, bears, man. Ra- yeah, poking bears, raising hell. The the weirdest <laughs> level of annoying. Like, I, but like the shenanigans together, the you're just shenanigans. like, Ugh. like, like we wouldn't like my cousin Oakley is a good example because Heather and I were tighter. That's her little sister. But Oakley and I were in the <laughs> same grade, but we'd always go to my grandma's for lunch, and we would we wouldn't be able to leave lunch without being like red in the face, <laughs> like not being able to breathe heather's on the ground laughing like we're like we're all like clenching our chachis to go to the bathroom because we have to pee so bad like cousins man cousins. i remember just like when you get going and then you can't stop giggling yeah. during the prayer and you're just like oh fuck especially if like someone's giving like a 20 minute long prayer and you were talking about almost dying on a dirt road my cousin nicole troy she had a body carlo and we were hauling ass down uh, on the on the the dips. So yeah. you know, we call them the yeah. dips in Penguin. We almost we almost died. Yeah, <laughs> but it was we were, we were laughing our asses <sighs> off the whole time. It was a good time. So fun. Um, my next one. Are we ready for my next one? Yeah. Is this your last one? No, I have one more after this. <laughs> um, Lose my way by toy. So Zach and I were spending a winter afternoon together. Um, I think I was visiting for like a week or something. We were up in Salt Lake. Anyway, Zach was looking for us something specific and obscure CD wise, which meant uh, we were hitting all the CD stores. And back in the day, (laughs) y'all, I I can't tell you how many CDs I had to order, special order. And then sometimes you just had to just spend the afternoon looking for this certain thing. Mm -hmm. And we would spend our time doing that a lot. So we were hitting all the... um, CD stores, Virgin, FYE, and of course, Graywell on 13th. Mm. May it rest in peace. Um, <laughs> I had never Wait, is it gone? Graywell on 13th is gone. They raised the uh, the rent. and they're like, oh, When did it. that happen? Uh, I think right before the pandemic. Shit, well, I'm sorry. But like, yeah, all the homies work there. Like Brandon, he used to work for Graywell, and now he has his own 9th and 9th. Um, he runs that now, but um, like Kev used to work there, like John, like all the all Chase, all the real ones, all the real ones mm-hmm. in the music scene that aren't musicians worked at Greywell. But um, I had never been to Greywell before, so it was my first time, and my older only other experience with a record store record shop like that in Utah was Groovacious. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like excited, right? <laughs> this was like a field trip that I was stoked about, and it was like a dreary day, and I love days like that. Um upstairs the guy behind the counter was playing toy and the song was playing so i asked him what it was and asked to buy a copy <laughs> and it was one of those times where they have to stop the actual cd to sell it to you mm-hmm. which is um happened with zola jesus jesus and soundgarden in baltimore once on one busy saturday afternoon they stopped the zola jesus to sell it to me yes i am that cool everybody humble brag weird flex but okay uh, give me this but anyway what um, you said. yeah well i was like well, i gotta have it and like it's that's what record stores do too is they play random ass weird shit and you were listening to it and you're like like i can't tell you how many times at groovacious tim may he rest in peace he would just be bumping something and i'd be like tell me everything yeah you know and he'd be like cool here's here's where here's where you should start <laughs> which i love that you know that's that's the that's the power and beauty of music stores music shops uh record stores yeah. so um anyway i feel like uh this was the first time I had been with Zach and hadn't run something I liked by him musically to get his approval before committing to liking it. Oh. And I remember him going, you like these guys, eh? And I was like, yeah, I told him I did. I didn't ask for his opinion because I, I didn't want it. And uh-huh. um, I knew it wasn't his style, but I was creating my own taste and didn't yeah. want to feel self-conscious. 
So it was just a weird moment in our relationship. And it was a good moment for me, too, to kind of, like, start flapping my wings a little bit. Yes, like a bird. I'm like a bird. (laughs) I want to fly away. I don't know where my home is. um but yeah i mean it was it was a fun afternoon i always loved you know going to cd shops with zach like that's what we that's what we did and we'd listen to music you know we'd both spend a 100 bucks and then we'd have like the rest of the week's entertainment that's all we do is listen to music and talk about it and i love this song and i love this band and um another time i was picking up haslam and kev and kevin's girlfriend at the time marley and i didn't i don't like her she's dumb but uh, I picked him up after a show um, and the song was playing and Marley's like, who is this? And I'm like, toy. And Kevin's like, no, they're good. Like, and I just remember like that sense of pride. Cause I, first of all, I hate back in the day and maybe it's just an age thing or maybe it was, a, it was just a time where girls would just cut each other down. Yes. Oh, it's I, still <laughs> happening, but yes. Like it's, it's, it's eased up a lot, but it's such a turnoff to me when people do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, dude, he's fucking you. He's in my back seat, and the song's on. He's allowed, we're allowed to like the same tunes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And you don't need to get like worked up about it. But, um, it was just nice for him to be like, no, these guys actually, they, they, they're good. So lose my way by toy. What's your last one, girl? <clears throat> my last one is a series. Okay. So, uh, Snoop Dogg, Drop It Like It's Hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. <laughs> like it's hot. Chris Brown, look at me now. I'm getting paper fresher than a motherfucker. That I one. Never, I never gotten him, thank God. Uh, shame that p- shitty people make things that I like. Right, right, right. Uh, like, I, I, gotta, I, mean, I remember when I saw Rihanna's face being like, yep. oh, I'm, I'm glad I never got into his shit because... Yeah. 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 Peace. What a pile. Sucks. Uh, I got a feeling by the Black Eyed Peas. I got a feeling. Tonight's gonna be a good time. <laughs> and the X Men theme song. Can you play that on the piano? Nope. I'm gonna pull it up on Spotify. My brother can play the Batman theme on the piano. That's awesome. Pretty cool. Wait. Do you not know what it's? Is that what you're asking if I could play it on the piano? You yeah. know what I'm talking about. No, I, I mean, maybe. I think I've heard it played on the piano and that's it. Because, you know, Mormon upbringing. No, I've never heard it. Hold on. No? Maybe. I don't know. It's, it sounds vaguely familiar. <clears throat> All of these songs have one person in common and Who? one summer in common, which obviously was summer of 2008. Jordan Jolly. Jordan Jolly. Jordan Jolly is, uh, represents a very special time in my life where I was like actually me mm-hmm. and he empowered me to be. Mm-hmm. That's a really Myself. good. That's a really good descriptor for Jordan Jolly. Empowering. He, he empowers is, everyone around him. I feel he definitely does. Good and you, he Jolly. like genuinely. He genuinely means it too. It's yeah. Like it's genuine. Like it's totally fucking genuine. Yeah. You don't feel like it's facetious or he's being like catty behind your back. He's just straight up genuinely empowering. Good guy. And like, who has bad memories of Jordan Jolly? Maybe his ex girlfriends, but I just. 
the only thing that is even reminiscent of a bad time is just the shenanigans him and Jake would get up to where I'm like, they're going to kill themselves or each other or something. Someone's going to burn down. I just love uh, that summer was just the best summer of my life. And so the song that I want to actually highlight is called Castle on a Hill by Ed Sheeran. (sighs) This entire song talks about like a lifetime of like, so the song goes over when I was six years old, I broke my leg. I was running from my brother and his friends. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then it goes like when I was 15 years old and smoking hand rolled cigarettes, running from the law through the backfields and getting drunk with my friends. Honestly, had my I, first feel like kiss. I feel like you're describing Jake and Jordan time. Yeah. Right there, that that yeah. line right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm driving. Let's see. So the chorus goes, I'm on my way. I'm driving 90 down those country roads singing to Tiny Dancer. And I miss the way you make me feel. And it's real when we watch the sunset over the castle on the hill. And I feel like Richfield represents the castle on a hill. Like that summer, we just he told me several times, I feel like Richfield royalty. I feel like I have the best friends and I'm having the best time. He is Richfield royalty. He is. He's the king so of Richfield. So am I, though. So. <laughs> um, I'm of the alternative crowd. I'm the, the queen of Richfield. The so princess. then, like, the bridge goes, one friend left to sell clothes. One works down by the coast. One had two kids but lives alone. One's brother overdosed. One's already on his second wife. One's just barely getting by, but these people raised me and I can't wait to go home. So, uh, Jordan Jolly, this song comes on and it reminds me that like you, you make Richfield special. And, uh, mm-hmm, I, I believe you saved my life that summer and I'm sad that I missed more of that castle on the hill experience with you when I went on a mission, but it lives with me. So thanks. Yeah, fuck yeah, Jordan Jolly. Fuck yeah, Jordan Jolly, king fuck of yeah. Richfield. King of Richfield, yeah, at least at least of the East Side. I'd say I'd say he's king of the East Side. Well, I he mean, worked, like he worked at Lens. He lived on the East Side with me. Yeah, we could have a king and a mayor. Like that's not a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay, so my last one is Jeremy by Pearl Jam. Ah, yes. My sister was obsessed with Eddie Vedder. Uh, which was the style at the time. Uh, and she had a little sister to tell it all to. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> I even know what hand is his on the cover of the 10 album because I was there when the research was happening. Okay. <laughs> I had oh. heard the album before I saw the music video and the line, clearly I remember picking on the boy seemed a harmless little fuck because of the line because of the word fuck and uh how my sister didn't want me telling my mom she had music with bad words in her possession mm, <laughs> mm, mm. so i remember i remember clearly i remember picking on the boy seemed to harm this little fuck because i remember her running and turning it down and you know what i mean uh <laughs> the real quick one too it was like <laughs> yeah and then uh and then the next line was "Ooh, but we were uh, we unleashed the lion mashed his teeth and bit the recess lady's breasts how could i forget and wow. i was I was too young to really understand what the hell was going on in that song. So mm-hmm. I thought about it like a lot. Um, every day on the swings. <laughs> I think on that shit. And then the music video came out, which gave more context. And I don't know if you know, the story is a kid who was picked on and he shot, he got up to do a report in school and he shot himself in the head in front of his whole classroom. 
Oh my god. Um, oh, is that a real? Is that a true yeah, story? Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah. Holy shit! So this was this was pre Columbine. Um, or Columbine had just happened. So like this shit was not going down. You know what I mean? Like this, mm-hmm. it wasn't having a gun at school was not common like it is now. Um, so and I was a little kid. Um, so every day on the swings, I think on that shit. And then the music video came out, like I said, and it, it just gave me more to ponder on. Um, especially during recess, during swinging and toilet lifeguard. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy nice callback. <laughs> Jeremy by Pearl Jam was on my mind, and I say that song helped me grow empathy and be more concerned and aware with what the people around me were going through yeah so yeah i just it was like it was one of the first songs that really like affected me um and helped me i feel become a better person and i don't even like pearl jam like i only like mm-hmm. that, that 10 is the only album i like um but yeah jeremy spoke in class today fucking a man wow 90s right there powerful all right. Well, I you have any honorable mentions or anything? Uh, I'm sure, but I can't think of a damn one. Well, we'll do more music episodes, obviously. Obviously, like, this is gonna be. We're in for the long haul, so there will be more obvious. Yeah. Episodes. Again, we're not breaking up. We're, no, guys. If you took away anything from the last two hours. Mom and dad aren't breaking up. We're staying together and we love each other very much. And we love you guys too. Yes. Okay? We want to keep this family together, but I want you all to know that if we ever do break up, it will be your fault. Our Me? listeners, not our listeners, not you, our children, oh. as it were. <laughs> <laughs> we're on just passing ro- on the generational trauma in, in the form of a podcast. On the Royal Tenenbaums when he's telling the kids that they're getting divorced and he goes, is it our fault? And he's like, no, Lord, no. I mean, Obviously, we made circ- certain sacrifices as a result of having children, but no, Lord knows. <laughs> we used to love each other, and then you guys came along. It's but like no. He's, he's telling them no while telling them yes, it is your <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Honestly, we were in love, and then we had a baby, and I was like, I fucked up my whole entire future. We do not like it. No, don't. Are You'll you survive. You Spencer don't like each other? Is that what you're saying? Spencer and I, when we don't get any sleep. Uh-huh. Not such a good couple. And well, for the first is? six months, not so great. So I'm if you're fighting with your husband it. and your baby's less than a year old, just wait it out. <laughs> just wait it out. That's, oh, and our baby's less than a year old is what you're saying. Yes. Okay, great. Love it. All right. Well, on that note, we say these things. Name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. <sighs> that was perfect. <laughs> Finally. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place... But you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.